Shot somebody in the feet. <laughs> not quite. You ain't ever shoot nobody in the foot? No, no, not on this recorded line. Heard no, that. For sure. For <laughs> sure. How are you, Ron? I'm tired, bro. I feel you, yes. I feel you. Why are you tired? I've been running hot this past two days, man. I feel you. What you what you been doing, dog? Um cleaning out coolers. Getting all my shit ready for this weekend. Mm. Uh man, I can man, one of the coolers I cleaned out yesterday, buddy. <laughs> buddy. Uh oh. There was a bike. It's the cooler you me and my dad used to use all the time. And I I can't even tell you the last time this dude drank a bottle of bush. Okay. Wait, there, there was, was a, a bottle of there was a bottle of bush in there. <laughs> like this cap was like like rusted onto the bottle. It had been in there so long. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait how many coolers are you taking? I mean it's it's an event, bro. <laughs> For sure. You didn't answer my question either. <laughs> no, I got uh I got like I got like a big dumbass cooler for all my beverages. Mm. And I brought that with me last year and I only had to put ice in that like twice. Okay. It held it held up and then I got another cooler just for food. Yeah, yeah. Like right now I've got like some uh, some some little steaks, some fucking hot dogs, all beef, all beef over here. We don't fuck around with that <laughs> that mixed up shit, you know what I'm saying, with all the beaks and Pig shit. Knuckles and, and shit. Yeah, you know, we don't do that over here. Big tails. Um uh, some cheese, lunch meat. I uh, got a couple pizzas from work today. Let them cool off. Okay. Put them up in bags. I got oregano on them. Nope. Oh. Nope. I didn't pay for them, bro. I just said, all right, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see y'all next week. Nice. This is full terror assault, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. How long is it? Uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Mm. You ring enough draws? Got it. Yeah, I brought extra. I brought extras for like two. I brought two days worth of extra clothes. Yeah, I feel you. If I'm leaving yeah. for like five days, I'll probably bring like seven to nine pairs of drawers. Yeah, yeah. extra socks. Like socks, yeah. is most important. I got the powder. I got the itching like the, well, the chafe powder. Let's go back a little bit. I, I, for one, I think the drawers are more important than the socks. And I Me. think ninety five percent of the people listening are like. Yeah, I think the draws are more important than the socks. Yeah, but like, see, like you're on your feet all day. Those are your nuts, though, dog. I know, but like, that's what baby wipes are for. <laughs> like, yo, I swear to God, I didn't shower at all last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, I swear, Greece. I'm going to shower this year probably. This but year, no, like, probably. I, I not there. I wasn't out there bad. I fucking how how every, long was it last year? Same four, same day four, <laughs> four days. <laughs> but you made sure you had extra fucking socks <laughs> and no showers for the crevices. That's what a, that's what a moisture is. Hear me out. Though. I'll hear you. Go ahead. Every, every morning when I got up, though, I had them wet wipes. You know. <laughs> So we got new crevices and all that shit. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you took a whole bath? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You took four straight whole baths? Did you t- <laughs> Did you whole bath twice a day? No. 
No, we you don't want to be that. you don't want to be confused for a pretty boy. Nah, uh, and hell, I ain't the worst out there. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Golly. But yeah, but I yeah. Got, let's change the subject as fast as I got possible. two cases of water, a couple <laughs> cases of Gatorade, four cases of beer. Three bags of pork rinds, two bags of the, uh, beef jerky, a big dumbass jug of fucking cheese puffs. A, a jug, a jug of cheese puffs. A jug, bro. You, yeah, you bro. Are loaded up, my G. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure, man. I mean, you're out there, crazy. out there in the elements, you know. The elements. They got arena food. I know it's not an arena, but no, we got uh, got like three food vendors. Okay. Okay. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They usually stop around the time the last band starts. That'd be like eleven o'clock at night. Okay. But, so they yeah they raking it in. Yeah. What time to start? I mean, there's like there's like ten of us camping at our campsite too. We all bring food. Uh, one of my other guys is bringing a grill. So and I got a grill there too. So it stops at eleven. So you got to fend for yourself when the real drunkenness sets in. Yeah, that's yeah. That's when cats is out here rummaging teepees, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting stomped out. <laughs> nah, like you know, it's, it's cool though. I mean, like I mean, we didn't really party too much towards the end of the night. Like once the last band was done, we went yeah. back to campsite and just chill for yeah. a bit. You said what time to start? Uh, uh, the gates open at seven, six or seven a.m. tomorrow. I'm gonna get there at four thirty in the morning, like a real one. Yeah, there's already people there. Like real ones. That might be a little yeah, too waiting. real. Yeah. That might be too real. What time's the first band uh, play? Uh, one fifteen Thursday. Okay. So that's plus tailgating. Um, so yeah, that could be a long day. That could be a long day of uh, Oh, yeah. And there's no golf carts this year either. It's like, that, that sucks. That's kind of weak. Yeah. That's well, nobody weak. would run them out to us after last year. What happened last year? We had a circle pit full of golf carts. <laughs> Made national headlines. They didn't like that. Nah, like they like. Well, see, like what had happened. I think the we had a, they got a different was. company this year. Yeah, they got a different company, and I think he's seen the video. Like I called him to make the reservation. Like it was already set. I didn't pay for nothing. He's like, okay, I'll, I'm writing everybody's names down, numbers. Call everybody back next week. We'll get pricing. All right, bet. And then he calls me back early, like earlier than expected, and said, uh, "Yeah, we've got too many carts rented out for the next day. I uh, just don't want any of them to be damaged. We can't afford that. That's None weak. were damaged. I was it was all like, it was like the plastic. It looked like the plastic worse than roof. Was. Yeah, yeah. I used to pop them back in. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, we just slammed a couple niggas on roofs. That's nothing major. Yeah. Yeah. Pop I mean, that right you know. out." No big I mean, a lot of people were talking plastic. about that shit. So I mean, like, I was wondering if it was going to happen. But like, they've got they've got this big biker festival down there too, where there's like ten thousand bikers that go down there for a weekend. They trust and, the bikers more than the. Well, no, these are their own bikes. But like, there's a certain point where bikes can't go past. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to talk to some people this weekend and see if we can't get something set up like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, some juice out here. See what I can do. A little bit of juice. You got all oh, <laughs> a little bit of juice. What kind of food vendors are going to these places? Like, what does what does the metal community like? What did what what burritos? Quiche. We got burrito Bruce is going to be there. Burrito Bruce. 
Well, Shout he's to already there. Bruce. He's all because uh, he can't be late. Nah, he cannot. We got uh, a big we got a barbecue place from Chicago coming down. That makes sense. Uh, there's this other place. They, it's like bubble food. I think they have bubble tea there too. Very, I know it's kind of weird. Very metal of them. Yeah. Yes. And then bubble like, tea you got, is delicious, but let I me mean, look who's talking. I mean, you could add some liquor to it. They're talking about doing that. So, all right, bet. There's that. <laughs> what kind but of breakfast got, is sold? Omelets? Breakfast burritos? Yeah, like breakfast sandwiches, omelets, yeah. biscuits, okay. gravy, shit like that, you biscuits know? Just all the fixings. The fixings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I just – I'm just trying to get a feel for all the accoutrements at a metal festival. Yeah, dude. This I mean, like, this is this is the only one like it here in America. Like, I mean, there might be some smaller ones like it, but like all camping, all outside, bring your own beer, bring your own food. Like more classy than Woodstock in the Juggalos. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. It's ran way better. I mean, they. I mean, they take care of us. Nice. And in turn, y'all take care of each other. Yeah. That's what's I mean, like, there's there's no security. And, like, there's never been any fucking fights. Or well, actually, there was a fight last year. It was between a father and son. You know, um, last week we talked about the relationships between white fathers and sons. This is this is the other whites. The <laughs> tell me about these whites <laughs> versus the whites we were talking about last week. Just you know, for, just, I, to, just to differentiate. Just the whites that get into fights with family members, you know? All like, of them? No, I don't do that. Well, not you. Like, I don't know anybody in my group of friends <laughs> that have gotten fights with their dad. <laughs> not my friends. Do you know what they got into a fight about? No, nah, but, like, I know, like, okay, well, I, well, I know this motherfucker probably don't listen, but, like, his son lives <laughs> in my town. <laughs> and like okay. I had seen some shit in the paper about him, and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's coming. Uh, yeah, he just didn't fit in either. Well, here's the thing: because we're a worldwide podcast, and you saw the face I just made. Now the listeners did not see the face you made, but you also left a hell of a a hell of a little just piece of meat trouble. dangling there. You can't what can you can you tap dance around the kind of trouble he just, was in? Just let just, let the minds wander. Just it, getting in fights. Because it was in steal, the, Stealing was the biggest thing. They called a bird on his ass. You know, so I, yeah, we don't need that shit down there. Yeah. You know? He made the paper for stealing? It's, multi, I mean, it's, it was multiple things. Multiple, <laughs> multiple times, you know? Fuck, but, like, man. as soon as I said he, like, as soon as I seen that he was coming, I was like, this guy ain't gonna, I mean, anybody could go. Uh-huh. Anybody could fucking go. Sure. But. Nah, nah, nah. And so his daddy was like, God damn it, I can't take you nowhere. It was the first day. <laughs> no no bands were even playing. So this is before the band started. Yeah. There's no <laughs> bands that play on Wednesday. It's just there like was three parties. Okay, okay. Yeah. We just go and hang out. Like we got a campsite crawl where we go to like seven to ten different campsites yeah. for games and shit. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah they he, they didn't last long last year. Oh my god! I got there. I got there at seven eight a.m. and and his By dad nine oh six already fucked up ripping. God damn! So they was working through they homies working through his childhood trauma. Daddy was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. And okay, yeah. who won? I didn't see it. Okay, nobody, nobody, yeah. nobody was like, "Oh man, 
Pops got his ass. I don't. I don't think it was like business did not pick up. But it was sloppy and yeah, they they both lost. It was probably just like a a wrestling, little tussle, you know, on the ground. Yeah, a little tussle, a little tussle. Did they get kicked out or? Yeah, they got kicked out. Yeah, Yeah. his dad got back in. I don't know how. (laughs) Fuck you, son. Like his like his dad has like a million different Facebook accounts because he always gets put in Facebook jail and shit like that. Just one of those people, you know what I'm saying? Yep. He said, "No, no, no, the other whites." You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Here I was just thinking, just whites in general. Of course, not all whites, not all of the whites, but the other whites that get into fights within the family, not the McMahon whites. The other, no, no, no. the other whites. Um, God damn! What kind of games are at these festivals? Bags, there's, there's bags, yeah, shit yeah, like that. You know, they got the scavenger big ass, hunts, the big ass life size Jenga blocks. Somebody had them last year, yeah. Okay. If I remember right, yeah. yeah. Okay, beer pong. Yeah, um, just just a little shit like that. Yeah. You know, a little cute little. Okay, gotcha. That's what's up, man. Well, enjoy yourself, dog. That's yeah, gonna be fun, man. Be Fucking safe. went and got the rental car today. <clears throat> I had an option to get a uh, what the fuck was it? A Buick Enclave. Oh yeah, because you have a car issue. Yeah, that sucks. Or a Toyota Tacoma. So I'm gonna get the truck. <laughs> the truck. Yeah, no, that but Buick, that, that Buick Enclave about, like, wouldn't have made a shake. You got to be like I'll, 47 to get a Buick. I left and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, there's no topper on this thing. Mm. I'm gonna have to wait to fucking pack up. But I was like, "Nah, yeah, it'll be straight." Nice. Seen any, any rain in the forecast? Nah, no, nah, nice. we're good. Nice. No, no rain until uh, Saturday, and it's like a fifty percent chance. But it's better than it was earlier this week. It was like a fifty percent chance every single fucking day. So I learned this way later in life because the phrasing of it is just not good right so when they say like a 30 percent chance of rain a 50 percent chance of rain what they mean is it's gonna rain right yeah but only 50 percent of the area is gonna get rained on yeah that's really poorly phrased oh yeah it is really poorly phrased but because i grew up like yeah man 30 percent chance means it's gonna rain Basically, if there's a one percent chance, it's gonna rain. It's just a matter of uh, of, of where in that in that coverage area. So, uh, you got a sixteen percent chance tomorrow on the ride over there. Mm-hmm. But I should be okay. Word, 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 word. So here's my advice. I only got one piece of advice, dog. Shower. Shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should probably. You should probably. I, th- wash I your thought balls. you were gonna say wash. It. Yep, wash your balls. Yep. Wash See, your balls. I knew yep. it. <laughs> we we know each other. You know what we haven't done in a long time. Air five. <laughs> yes, man. That's on point. Yeah, I mean now we got yeah, spot on. Now we have our uh, our hands fully fully available. Um you haven't peed in my ear in weeks, like you don't even care anymore. Nope. Uh you're very stationary now, so it's all, it's all good. Yeah, it's all you know, good. it's cool. Bring back the old classics. Um I'm kinda tired too, dog. Um I got back to the city I live in at like three in the morning. Yeah. I did a wedding on Labor Day. For those listening, we are not recording the same day that we usually would. Um, so for those waiting for the AEW content, um, Dynamite has not happened yet. Um, it will have happened by the time this drops. However, it has not happened yet. 
So we won't have any follow-up to AEW All Out, but that's just a quick disclaimer for the for the uh, AEW listeners. Um, yeah, man, did a I labored on Labor Day. Um, three hours away from where I live. Um, yeah, it was an Indian and Korean wedding. So the most demanding wedding I've done oh, I bet. in a while. Um, a lot of uh, 100 people, 250 opinions. Um, but I had a good time. I had a good time. I was on my feet for a long time. Um, but it was cool, man. It was cool. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I heard some really incredible stories. <laughs> I was talking to the bartender. She told me just some really fun stories. So, you know, how you, you pull up your phone and it says, you know, one year ago today. It'll show you pictures from a year ago. Yeah. Well, a year ago, um, at that same venue, um, the bride and groom shot off a cannon. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, think, I figured you would like that. They walk up to the bartender and they're like, hey, do you have a water spigot for the cannon? And she was like, a, a what for the what? Like, she didn't know there was going to be a cannon, uh, let alone that a cannon needs a water spigot. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it was just a big dumbass ball and some gunpowder. Yeah, I guess it needs lubrication. Um, yeah, but I guess there's no cannon oil. I don't know how that works. Don't know how that works. Shot a cannon, but that's actually not even the good story that I was told. Um, so, you ever see the movie Clueless? No. 1995, uh, Alicia Silverstone. I know what it is, yeah. Well, for those who don't. Um, Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. Uh, Donald Faison. Um, Paul Rudd. I was about to forget Paul Rudd's name. Timeless. Aging Timeless. Like he, yeah, he's not one of the other whites. Like he ages like a like a black man, um, or like an Asian woman. Um, the officiant, this is a sidebar. The officiant was Asian, right? And he's just a couple years younger than me. And uh, you knew, you've heard the term "black don't crack," right? Yeah. Well, there's a term I hadn't heard of. Asian don't raisin. <laughs> Who yeah. thought of that? Bruh. Hey. Hey. I got some people I'm going to ask about it, though. Um, but uh, Clueless. So just the, the standard 1995 teen comedy. Uh, but at the end, so rewind, Alicia Silverstone plays Cher, and Paul Rudd plays, what's his name? forgot his name, but they are uh, step-siblings. And... They end up like, kind of like liking each other. So fast forward, and uh, there's a there's a there's a pair of step siblings who got married. Let it out, let it on out. Now on the surface, like I get it, they're not blood, right? They're not blood. I get it. But, like, still, right? And <laughs> so, of course, the, the mom and dad who got married to make them step-siblings, they were there. But the divorced parents, the divorced mom and dad, did not show up. Mm. They were not with it. Um, 
apparently in the speech, the the mom goes, "Hey, you know, for those who don't know me," and that's a that's a go to. <laughs> Anytime there's a toast, there's always going to be someone who says, "For those who don't know me," that's just a little DJ sidebar. But she goes, "For those who don't know me, um, I'm the mother of the bride." Uh, well, I'm also the mother of the groom too. Like just starting it out, right? So I asked, right? Because I'm like, they're adults. I'm like, okay. When did the parents get married? Because, right, if you you get a step sibling at like you're 27, and they're 28, like maybe a little more. I'm trying to shoot them some bail. Yeah. 27, 29 makes sense, right? Um, they got married in middle school. The kids were in middle school. And they hid their dating all throughout high school. Let it out. Take your time. <laughs> it's all good. Like, like imagine the politics of that, right? The high school drama mm-hmm. shit, right? Like, you you walking down the you, down the street like my sister my sister and her friends of course I always caught like you know the, the side of like oh your brother's cute your brother's cute but like hit a little different when <laughs> yeah yo your brother's cute don't tell me my brother's cute she's jealous <laughs> in a different way like they hid their dating throughout high school like his thing if you gotta hide it you know there's something just. A little Greasy. bit off. Greek. That might be. Yup. Yup. <laughs> Cannon needed a water spigot. And uh, yeah. So the napkins, because sometimes people have like little accoutrements. That, I think it's like the second time I've said accoutrements this show. Um, so one napkin said, <laughs> hashtag, no other like your brother. Get out of here. <laughs> But the other one said, he's <laughs> he's her mister, she's his sister. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> they just dove nah. all in. They went all in. Like, is this like an inside joke with the family or something? Like, Oh, it's outside. <laughs> it's completely yeah, apparently. outside. Um, the other whites. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. For like that's sure. That's like them down south whites. <sighs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. So, love is love, I guess. I guess. <laughs> like, they lived together forever. Like, I mean, I guess that's the easy part. They know each other's living habits. Yeah. <laughs> they, know, oh, they know how the other one lives. There's no surprise when they move in together. Oh, uh, imagine that conversation, like, having that talk with the family. Yeah, we've been going out since middle school. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Imagine, like, they have kids, and they're like, Mom, like, how'd you meet Dad? We live together. Your <laughs> <laughs> brother and sister. Dot com. Ah! We live together. Dot com. Um, you get the one set of... You don't even get two sets of grandparents. You get the one set of grandparents. They fucked them up for the holidays on that one. Birthdays, oh, Christmas. That'll combine the travel. Shit. Like they don't have to decide where they're gonna go for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, oh my god. We'll just yeah, just go to dad's. Alright, let's go to dad's. Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, man, that was Labor Day. Great time. Um, I'll talk more about this during the all out recap, but uh I got to kick it with a little sis. Nice. Triggered AEW all out. 
Um, yeah, man, that's 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 the homie, man. Will sis, you got to see some of that energy of uh, of, of of a long wrestling show. Um, it was it was dope. <laughs> Did you bring up the vacuum? I did tell her that you said that. Um, she was pleased. She was very pleased. Um, that's man. Truth is hard. Truth is hard. Because after a while, like it don't matter if you tell the truth. If you fight on the lie long enough, that's the truth. Yeah. And I told her like, yeah, since I waited way too long to tell the truth on that, like it doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't like, matter now. It doesn't matter now. Seventeen years or so have went by. Um, yeah. For those not aware of what we're talking about as far as uh vacuums, uh go check out the archives. Go check out the archives. You should be fully caught up on the hard camera as it is. Um But yeah, man, had a had a great time with sis. We'll dig into more of that during the uh the all out recap. Um speaking of, man, I think we ready. Let's ready do it. Get it. Let's get it, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 163 of the Hard Camera THC CLX I I I and I am your guy, your guy, Juve J U V, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Edge and Ray Mysterio. Big Ren, let him know how to get reaching on social media's player. You got me go. All you sick fucks out there can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f f h u c k a. Check it the fuck out. And check me the fuck out on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. J u v i d e s a y u n o. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page at the Hard Camera on Twitter on the Instagrams. Live coverage predictions. Witticisms, whatnot, heretofore, things of that nature, and of course, etc. But you already know, man, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that is not like the other whites. Goddamn right. Content, though, hopefully able to pay our bills. Um, jam-packed prediction show, which makes for a jam-packed <laughs> recap show. Uh, we got them bike to bike. WWE Clash of the Castle and AEW All Out. We'll start with WWE Clash of the Castle. Um, because it happened first. Happened first. Um, Big Ren went three of six. I'm gonna give the total numbers after All Out, but uh, three of six. And you got Juve went four of six. Ah. Yes, indeed. That double ah. D, that double DQ. I get it. You was trying to yeah. be, yeah. You was trying to be fly. Um, yeah, no doubt, man. What'd you think of the show? It was good. Yeah, it was an easy watch. Yeah, um, I don't think there was really anything bad. Um, Consistency. No, there wasn't. Yeah. Consistency for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, crowd was hot, so that was good. That crowd was so fun, right? Yeah. Like overseas crowds, are, especially English crowds. Well, Wales, but like UK crowds are kind of just like that. They're a different kind of smart, yeah. Uh, and their 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 chants are different. Like they will get that yeah. Bailey chant off. <laughs> they will get that chant off. Well, I mean, it's been thirty years since I've been there. Michael Cole had to tell us every five minutes. Every five minutes. Every <laughs> five minutes. I'm glad you brought that up because you know last week we talked about how like they didn't really give Vince McMahon a proper send off, send off, send off, right? 
But the way they've been using the video packages lately, uh, the Intercontinental title video package, the United States title video package. Now, United States title, not as much as the Intercontinental title, considering the U.S. title was a WW, uh, sorry, a WCW title back in the day. But the video package of Bret Hart and British Bulldog. It's like it's their own way of saluting what Vince McMahon created mm-hmm. to lead us up to now, right? Yeah. Um, and we talked a lot about Triple H and, and, and Tony Khan last week, but we're going to dig into Tony Khan this week for real, for real. Yeah. So just a quick dig into you know Triple H. Again, Triple H has that history of like 60 years to where it's very – I'm 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 interested in the product because there's there's debuts happening. There seems to be stuff laying out for long term stuff, but also he has a lot of history to play with mm-hmm. to create new interest. Um, so, but yeah, no video packages. You know, a uh, salute to Vince McMahon in, in their own way. Um, but yeah, that crowd was fun. That crowd was big fun. Yeah. Um, not mad at that at all. Um, let's go this way. What was your match of the night? That that beat down, that dual beat down, yeah, that dual beat down. Let them fight, buddy. Man, Man, yeah, Gunther and Sheamus. Golly, dude. And we were both looking forward to it, but like it happening, bruh. They beat the shit out of each other, bruh. I seen shit on the on the mat, like I seen it. Yeah, like Michael Cole was like, oh shit. That was that was fun, dude. For thirty years, and somebody shit in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> SummerSlam '92. <laughs> Bret Hart, and British Bulldog. That shit, shit all over the ring. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Yeah, dude. Like we talked like last week. Like Sheamus and Gunther are the same guy. Yeah. But Gunther is just a little more distinguished. Sheamus is just, he's a brawling brute. But they're the same guy. Same movesets. Prideful. Practically. Bro. One uses a bro kick, one uses a power bomb. Yeah. Prideful men of the UK, prideful Europeans, who got their guys on shout to bringing uh, Giovanni Vinci. I mean that right? Giovanni Vinci. Yeah. Excuse me, reforming Imperium. Uh, just two generals letting their soldiers fight. Let them fight. Um, <laughs> cleared out the riffraff and also reestablished Imperium. One on one fight. Dude, that was that was so fun. Yeah, it was a banger. So fun. Um salute to Seamus getting that standing go. Made it seem like he was gonna retire, right? God. Yeah, no shit. Um that was a fight, man. I I never thought that I never thought that Seamus would win. Um Again, we'll talk all out in a second. But I never thought Sheamus would win. But the way the crowd was supporting him um, in a, a match with two heels. Now, of course, I mean, you know, we talk about a lot. Two incomparable numbers. There's no finite number. So, yeah, the crowd's going to be on one side or the other. But, like, it was vocal, vocal, vocal. Big time. You know? And maybe that's a reflection of Sheamus's time. In you know that he's put in WWE, who Sheamus was before uh, he got to WWE, but banger of a match. I meant to watch these three matches, well, three matches because there's two more, but I meant to watch these again. I just didn't have time between um, the. <laughs> I didn't tell a story about it because it was just work shit. But I had like it's. 
I didn't get to watch Clash of the Castle. I watched it that night. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it live. But then, like, I started it, and then more work shit kind of stopped me up. And then, so I got to watch it all that night. But uh, while as hell. Then Sunday was Sunday between driving and all out. Monday was one was Monday. Uh, so I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to watch them again like I wanted to. But, yeah, clear match of the night for me. Um, yeah. And it feels good when the match you're lo- you're, you're wanting to that you're looking forward to the most lives up. Turns out to be the best one. Slapper. Yeah. Big slapper. Um what was next for you? Probably the main event. Well, no, nah, no, nah, like it's the main event or Riddle and Yeah. Rollins. Yeah. Either way. Either yeah. way. Because it was main event style. Yeah. Two big meaty men slapping meat, as Big E would say. Um we talked about so hell let's bring it back to last week, right? Last week we talked about like slight differences between sports entertainment and pro wrestling, right? It's all pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. But again, Katie Vick is sports entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> as an example. <laughs> but the thing that WWE does very, very well, um, NAW to an extent with their main event scene, not the same way. Pros go slow. Yeah. I say it all the time. Professionals go slow fashional. And it wasn't slow like plotting, like boring slow. It definitely was not that. No. Because when they sped it up, when they needed it to, to create that drama and then slowed it back down, it was a dynamic match, man. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Um, let's go there. Um, what do you think of that match overall, man? Of course, yeah, we named it, you know, 2A or 2B, depending on uh, what minute it is. It was close, man. Uh, I, that's the first time I thought that, yeah, there's a chance to not lose this one. Me too. Yeah. Me too. He got rid of all the riffraff leading up to it. They're in Wales. Apparently this was his idea. Um, of course, we both picked Roman Reigns. Well, we did not both pick Roman Reigns. Uh, yes. I picked Roman Reigns. You picked the double DQ. Um, there's something about that big fight energy the night of, though. They did a great job of creating some kind of doubt, right? Drew McIntyre, after a little bit of a stumble, after his, his last couple of reigns, some not great feuds, Bobby Lashley, um, Randy Orton, um, isn't the guy that he's just not, he's, he just doesn't feel like the guy, right? Nope. This was as close he has come to feeling like one of the guys. And, and that's with being overbooked as it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they created an epic. They created yeah. an epic. Um, what we have first, we had Karrion Cross first. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, he didn't I, really I did do shit. But right. I mean, he was definitely he was watching. Yeah, uh, yeah he was fr- a ringside. You know, he like throw a and water had, bottle at him. Is that what? Goes yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then we had Theory try to cash in, and then Tyson Fury comes out of nowhere and knocks him the fuck out. Clobbered his ass. <laughs> Clobbered his. And ass. then we had uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his name Solo right. Sokoa. Solo, I'll just call him Solo. The Uso's but, little uh, brother. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think about that? Because I, mean, I liked it. We texted, and he was like, oh, quite, quite an ending. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about the, the oh, fucking we'll karaoke get, yeah, we had going on. Was. We'll get there in a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, how'd you, how'd you like the, the, the introduction of uh, Solo Sokoa? I liked it, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it's just... It's nothing to do with Solo, my gripe, but it's just like how many, like, well, let's, let's let him get a fucking win on his own. 
He's a heel. I know he is, but god damn. He's a heel. I mean, you get the one on your own and then have your bros come out and just stomp him out. But then he'd be like a baby face. Kind of. Man, I guess. And I, I'm not mad at it, man. He's a heel. Nah. It's heel stuff. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, too. Now, we haven't paid as much attention to NXT, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm aware of Solo Segoa. He's a street champion. Yeah. I didn't see this coming at all. I had, I mean, I had seen dirt sheets, but I didn't expect it. Didn't see it coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's the thing. I've been, we've been here before, right? Predictability is not a bad thing. No. I predicted Roman Reigns to win. And no. a lot of people did. And a lot of people didn't, right? But predictability is not a bad thing. Unpredictability no. is not always a good thing. Yeah. So for this to go about the way that it did, a legitimate, logical addition to the bloodline, and a debut where we talked about last week, WWE is doing debuts better. He debuted and already has something to do. That's a good way to do it. That's a good way to do it. Immediately because part of the top act in the company. He's Because they're not just going to put him in that group. Yes, they're going to put him in a group because he's literally in the bloodline, right? Yeah. But they're not just going to throw him on that TV screen if he wasn't ready enough. No. He's going to get better. Well, like, he gets to lead with his brothers and his cousin. But go ahead. No, no, my bad. Um, good. No, I'm glad that he's got something to do because it seems like somebody – I mean, I'm, I don't want to say he's already got nothing to do, but I didn't understand that return on Monday. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> he's going to SmackDown. But that's kind of the thing, I mean, too, right? If he's going to SmackDown, why did he come back on Raw? Yeah. Fuck the, fuck the brand split. Um, Yeah, we'll get there. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but no, great match, man. Great match, man. Yeah. Um, counters on counters, kickouts on kickouts. They can build. They, they'll build to a climactic finish. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, that, that's that's a slight difference because AEW can sometimes. We'll talk about like the Punk Moxley finish, and I don't want to say I don't want to say more realistic. I don't think that's the word for it, but a little more gritty. Like you did you see the um, did you see the Walter versus Ilya Dragunov match, where Walter finally <sighs> lost the NXT UK Championship. I think I did. Like, yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was dramatic because of the way they were like going at it. But like the finish wasn't like this hugely built finish. When he finally got the choke, Walter tapped out in like two to three seconds because it was just like yeah. a realistic gritty finish. Whereas you know a WWE finish, it just builds dramatically to that climax, the proper, the different kind of false finishes. But but anyway, um, great build, dope match. What was up with that karaoke session? Like, there was like 10 minutes left. I was like, oh, something's going to happen. Nothing happened. Right, 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 right. They just sang the night away. Yeah. Maybe that was like their form of like send the crowd home happy. Like, we're not going to pull the switch. But sing a long time with uh, with the loser. I almost thought like Tyson Fury was going to do something. Like, Yeah, I thought he was going to crack him or something. He shook Roman Reigns' hand. I thought he was about to turn and, you know what I mean, knock, knock, knock your boy out. Um, but, yeah, no, sing-along time to end it. Um, send American the crowd Pie home and, and Cardiff. Yeah. Yeah. That was lost on me for a second. Yeah, they sang American yeah. Pie in Wales. 
Um, yeah, I guess, man. I guess send him home. Send him home happy. I think. Um, when this match was about to start and the build up to it, I was like, okay, Seth Rollins has this one. Um, great showing from both of those guys. Definitely. Great showing from both of those guys. It was about time for like the Joker to like truly best somebody. He got he got the he got the most out of he got the best of Roman Reigns like mentally and technically won, but didn't, you know, win the title. Um he just antagonized the shit out of Cody Rhodes and still lost, yeah. right? But it was about time to where like he brought something out of his opponent mentally and he actually won the match. Yep. That's what I was exactly gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Riddle lost that match. He yeah. didn't you know, Seth Rollins didn't beat him, he lost. My man, no, I'm gonna handle it. I'm gonna say Seth Rollins beat him because no, he, like he beat him at his own game type shit. I mean, in his head. That's what him I mean. Up. Yep he he beat him mentally, which affected him physically. Um, he's out here pulling out chairs. Like uh, I'm not gonna get. I don't care if I get DQ. Uh, pulling out chairs and yeah, the 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 architect, the uh, the visionary, the revolutionary. I am a revolutionary. Um, hitting him with the stomp. And then for good measure, the the middle rope Big stomp. Big stomp. Bread. Bread, Wyatt. Um, no, great match, man. Great match. And it yeah. was one of those where, you know, you you get over, even if you don't go over, right? Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle was better for this. Yeah. For what it brought out of him character-wise and what it, the, the match was. This is, this is great for Matt Riddle. He got his name back. Yeah. Got his whole name back. He's not just he's a, a, he's a real person now. He's a real boy now. Real boy. <laughs> I forgot to talk about Austin Theory. Um I like the tease. I like the tease. Oh yeah. That crowd that crowd went crazy. Yeah. Um and he ate that punch. Tyson knew how to throw it properly, but he ate just enough. He was still selling it on Monday. He ate <laughs> Okay, see I missed Raw. I missed Raw. Well, I was yeah. doing, I was doing a wedding. So yeah. Yeah. Um, did you watch Raw Live? Uh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. We're digging the Raw too. We're digging the Raw too. Um, do you think he becomes a champion? And when do you think he actually tries to cash in, like for real? He ain't beating Reigns. <sighs> Who is? I mean, like I don't know. They need to do. They need to unify these belts or start having matches specifically for one of the belts instead yeah. of both. I'm sure that's going to be a hell of a conference meeting, a series of conference meetings, conferences on how to how to split those up, but in a way that makes sense. So we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Rumors of the draft coming up soon. Um, so maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. What else happened? <laughs> Your boy slicked his hair back. Rocking all black. Got earrings now. Ooh, ooh, earrings now. Uh, he's even worse now. He's <laughs> uh, even worse. Very surprised how this went. Um, because, like, Judgment Day still got what they wanted, even though they lost the match. Yeah. Um, it's like, they. I mean, like, they became stronger, but, like, not really. Mm-hmm. 
Like if there was ever we you know we criticized WWE for the the, the inconsistent fifty fifty booking, this is pretty this is pretty fifty fifty. Oh yeah, like they're they're losing the matches that they need to win, but they're still progressing somehow. It's kind of strange, but it's working. It's almost like one step forward, one step back. Like yeah, they manipulated and broke up a family, but like. You don't win championships that way. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I get it. I mean, it was, I mean, made perfect sense, right? It was Dominic who helped them win. And then at the celebration, Ray and Edge, they were doing all the hugging and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, daddy, daddy. Mama. You know what I'm saying? Um, did you see the parallel between how Dominic turned on Ray and how his daddy turned on Ray? Uh, 15 plus years ago. It makes sense. Same clothesline. Yeah. Same clothesline. Only difference is Dominic didn't stomp his daddy out after after Eddie did. The same way Eddie did. But uh, that crowd went crazy for that clothesline. They were, uh, what were they saying? Well, they were calling him Eddie's son. Okay. Or was that on Raw? That, that was, was on, on Raw. Raw. That was on Raw. Okay. Because here's the thing. I read a recap. And the recapper said Eddie sucks. That they were saying Eddie sucks. No. I'm like, no, they couldn't. They could not have been saying Eddie sucks. So I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad you. I'm glad you cleared that up for me. I'm glad yeah. you cleared that up for me. Um, we did listen. We didn't see that coming. We saw no, no. no. What, what I mean is, we saw them splitting up. I didn't know he was gonna violence his daddy or his uncle. I mean, maybe I've been maybe I just been waiting on it for two years. And listen, you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. All twenty something thousand of them was like, yo, let's get it. Yeah. They they did. Yeah, they wilded. It. They wilded. It. it was like fifty fifty. Whoever was sitting front row it was like one person loved it, the next person was shocked, the yeah. next person loved it. It was it was Liddy. It was Liddy. Because like you could see the low blow coming. Yeah. Right? And that so the, the drama. You need to tie them that. shoes though, don't you? <laughs> well, I'll rock my Nikes unlaced. They don't fall off. Yeah, kicking people in the dick, though. This is true. This is true. I have not kicked anybody in the dick uh, in recent memory. Um, But, yeah, dramatically, that worked, man, because it made sense. He don't like Edge like that. Kick him in the nuts. But his daddy, though? And the crowd brought over the top. Like, you're not going to get that pop in Wichita, Kansas. No. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting that in Sioux Falls. You know. Uh, so that was dope. As for the match itself, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. quick. It was it was good. I don't know what that. I don't know what that that mask was. Edge was wearing. It's trying to fit in, man. Everybody the devil, ain't they? Everybody the devil. Everybody the devil. Yeah, yeah everybody's the devil. Judgment Day took Edge's whole theme song. They did. <laughs> like he couldn't wait to pull that other Ultra Bridge record out, and that shit is hard. It's hard as hell. And it was like, nope, nope. Not go, today. Go back. On this day. Go back. Can't have that. that shit is hard, though. And it fits the aesthetic very well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit is hard. Um, let's see. Liv Morgan defeats Shayna Baszler. What do you think of this match? Over that arm heals up, man. It feels like we're just going the same angle. You think so? I think so, yeah. Well, listen, man, my shoulder is still a little tight from seven weeks ago. I mean, she's got a weak shoulder, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
I am. I am not a world class athlete, no, nor a sports entertainer. So, it was okay. a good match, though. I mean, it it worked. Mm-hmm. I was surprised we didn't see Ronda or anything like that, but yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. I got two takeaways. Two takeaways from this. Um, it's nice to see Liv Morgan. It's like she's becoming a champion while being champion. Makes sense. Right? Because I've been very critical of who she is. Again, I'm not, I'm not hating that she is champion, but why is she so beloved? Right? Mm-hmm. Why is she so beloved? Um, so the underdog who becomes a champion, the beatable champion, who, who's, who's, who's fighting her damnedest to become like a true champion. So you can see like her improvement with each match. As yeah. as as you know, a, a ring ring general, no no Gunther. Um, the second thing, though, in the build, the promo build, Liv Morgan called Shayna Baszler a bootleg Ronda Rousey, and then proved herself right. Like it's writing. The what well, the the two matches and again right we can maybe say hey Liv is improving Liv is improving and she fought Ronda Rousey so like Shayna Baszler a step underneath so maybe she and she worked with Riddle so maybe I'm maybe I'm yeah. maybe I'm overstepping maybe I'm overstepping she worked with Riddle on how to be better at this style of fight um, and she fought someone not exactly Ronda Rousey right um, and it wasn't like she beat beat like she caught the right opening hit the cold breaker then hit Oblivion. Um, and and made a shake. So you know, I take it back a little bit. I take it back. I take <laughs> it back. So, um, solid go around. And then uh, the opener, Bailey, Eo Sky, and Dakota Kai. Not only did they beat Bianca Belair, Oscar, and Alexa Bliss, they pinned Bianca Belair. And before when when we were recording the prediction show, didn't seem right. But whenever it happened, it seemed right. During the match itself? Yeah. Yeah. Because we all was like, yeah, Alexa Bliss eating that. Yeah. <laughs> and they were nowhere to be found. Right. Right. They got fucked up. Yeah. Alexa and Asuka. Yeah. They did a, I mean, they did a real good job. Uh, I don't know. What's Bailey's team called? They have uh, Damage Control. They didn't announce Damage them as such, control. but I just, on the little, you know, the Titan screen, Titan Tron. But they did a good job of cutting the ring off. For sure. Know? For sure. They're a team. They're an actual yeah. team versus three individuals. Uh, that's gonna get it done more often than not. You know what I'm saying? It took it took a few tries for for a three man team to beat the Shield. So yeah, um, they're not the Shield. Goes without saying, but for some people you gotta say it. Uh, but yeah, solid match, and I mean it leads right into a potential feud of of you know Bailey and Bianca, um, which they've done before, but it's a little different. Cause no, actually, yeah. Bailey was who. I'm trying to remember. Bailey got injured. Did they have to cancel a match between those two? Was it the cell? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. In the cell, that's what I thought. Okay. So it makes sense. Bailey came back for uh came back on business, came back where she left off and came back stronger, both uh physically and mentally. I think they had to do it that way for the women's division, just get them out there a bit more and yeah. On a big on a big stage, I mean, hell, they haven't been back to the UK in thirty fucking 30 years. Years, yes. I heard Brett and Bulldog sixty-two thousand people. Yeah, I heard somebody shit in the ring that night in August. Yeah, for sure. All over it. All over the ring. All over the yeah. ring. You could do more stuff in the in the nineties. 
yeah. a lot more shit. Poop. Yes, in the ring. Uh, willingly, willingly. Yeah. Um, we, you know, I was we we were talking about the women's division because there's always a conversation about the women's division between the two companies, and I and I thought to myself, like, history again, history, 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 history is on the WWE side, mm-hmm. and when Team PCB and Team Bad first dropped, like that shit was not hot. Men's not hot, no. right? Was that seven years later? And I'm looking at like Alexa Bliss. The lack of direction. Like Alexa Bliss, you can plug Alexa Bliss anywhere because she's a former multiple time champion. Yeah. History on they her. They don't even say that shit anymore, though, I feel like. No. No. Right? History is on her side because so you can plug her in because there's history there. But it's like, man's not hot right now. No. Man's not hot. It- it's like whenever they, uh, it's like whenever she came, after she came back, it was like she just got fucking restarted. She went to therapy and they took everything cool about it. Now, of course, she couldn't just keep being that same person. But, yeah. like, who is she now? Who is she now? She's just floating around. Just floating. Just floating. So, man's not hot. I don't know what Aaliyah <laughs> is. She's just Raquel's tag partner. I don't really know who Raquel is. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So they have more women. And sure, yeah, argue they get definitely more time. TV, t- uh, sorry, tag titles and six-man tags. But um, I don't think the conversations about the two companies' women's divisions are... Here's the thing. I don't think a lot of conversations about the two companies are nuanced and fair and balanced in no. either direction. We talked about tribalism last week. but. Yeah. Patience. Two different worlds. Two different worlds. Two different two yeah. different styles of storytelling. Two different rosters. Uh, two different universes. Two, two different brands. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, we'll make a shake, man. Um, we'll see. We'll see who Raquel and, and Aaliyah become. We'll see what Alexa Bliss becomes. I want Oscar to go back to being vicious. Like she ain't just nobody. yelling all the time and and dancing. Yeah, just yelling and dancing. Oh, yeah, she's kind of become like Let's a kill caricature. somebody. Just like, why is nobody dead? Is <laughs> <laughs> too many people alive? Why don't you kill somebody? Oscar should have killed <laughs> all five of them after that match. <laughs> Didn't do a thing. They have a chance to make Oscar like the best blend of Tajiri and the Great Muda. Like they won't. It's right there. Yeah, Asian stereotypes, yeah. whatever. But, like, they're already doing that. Kabuki masks. Like, blow mist and kick niggas' heads off. And just be violent. Build up a violent Asuka versus a violent Shayla ba- Shayna Baszler. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. Let Asuka murder somebody. Jeez, dude. Jeez. Jeez. Uh, so you saw Raw. Yeah. And we allude, alluded alluded to it. Um, LeBron Strowman is back. And he came and uh, wiped out the entire tag team division. Yeah. Um, we'll ignore that subtext. We'll ignore that the Viking Raiders should have been in that match considering they've been whooping the New Day's ass. Yeah. Uh, then New Day was like, no, I want to be in it. Um but I guess only so much ass get whooped. I guess they didn't want the 
LeBron to whoop the Viking Raiders' asses if they were going to do like a no contest. I mean, it was a cool debut, re-debut, but it's like yeah. what, like that's eight men. What? Yeah, yeah. like okay, there goes your whole tag team division. Bruh. murder. Like, because one of them was going to get a title shot. Yeah, not no more. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nicholas has to be like fourteen by now. Oh yeah, yeah, he's so, waiting. Yeah, yeah, waiting in the wings. Waiting in the wings. What do you think about the return? Uh, not just the specific return, but yeah, how do you how do you see this Braun Strowman thing going? Are you excited or uh, how you feel? I'm not gonna get my hopes up too too soon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait, watch a couple more weeks, and have uh, I'll make my choice then. Just yeah. gotta see what happens because I mean, like I said, it's just a weird way to de- debut somebody. Yeah, I mean, especially against the whole tag team division. Like, what are we doing here? Sure, sure, sure. Um. I wasn't the most keen Braun Strowman guy anyway when he was um when he was around. So I mean I'll you know, I'll just see how this goes. I'm not gonna shit on it. Uh I'm not gonna shit on the fact that he's back, let me be clear. Yeah. Um he took out eight men. I know he's a monster among them, but like how many how many men does it take a screw in a light bulb? But wasn't it who was it? Didn't he fight in a handicap match against like the Miz and Morrison and he couldn't do that? And he lost against Miz and Morrison. Yeah. So we. So that means Miz and Morrison are greater than eight men. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Wow. Bring back Morrison. Yeah. Bring oh, back shit. Morrison. Wow. Wow. Um. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge Strowman guy when he was around. Um. Uh, so this doesn't exactly excite me. Uh. But it. But here's the thing, though. A properly motivated creative team. A properly motivated Braun Strowman against Roman Reigns. And they got history. And it ain't like Braun Strowman is going for anything else than the belt. The belt! You know what I'm saying? Belt. So, I know Roman Reigns is on part-time status. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Um, and even if we don't get Braun and Roman Reigns, there's Gunther. Mm-hmm. There's Shinsuke. There's a whole roster out there. Sheamus. There's a whole roster out there. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. I'm down. I'm down. We'll wait and see. Um, anything else cool happened on Raw? I know Dexter Loomis um, choked out Miz. Austin Theory uh, and Kevin Owens had a match. It was pretty good. Kevin Owens is on business. Still on business. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, is. Uh, he'll be back in the ring next week. Yep. Um, yeah, man. The cage match was kind of out of nowhere. I was with it, though. Yeah. And so add a cage match, you know, fuck it. And I mean, they've been doing a whole lot more with the uh, U.S. title, which I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they should be. I mean, they should be having him defend that every week. Well, why not? I mean, listen, you know, when he won it from Theory, we predicted Theory winning. Because we were like, oh, this is like a step down for Lashley. It's not a step down for Lashley. They brought the United States title up to Lashley. Yeah, exactly. And I'm with that. I salute yeah. that. Bobby Lashley likes to fight. Um, the United United States title, you know, should mean something. The base of the feud was, yo, Miz wanted the belt and he wanted to make it relevant. And Lash was like, "Come get it, nigga. Yeah. Come get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight you." You're talking about relevance, I'm Bobby Lashley. Come get it. I'm the Almighty. Basic, I mean, we all basic. knew that ending of that match, but sure, we but. knew Dexter was going to get involved, but he was still get a little match. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not mad at all, man. I'm not mad and at then, all. And then Bobby closed the cage door yeah. when Dexter got in there. So, like, all right, in. cool. To lock him in. Yeah. I'm going to have another WWE versus AEW moment. 
Again, tribalism. I'm so sick of tribalism. So I'm just here to point out inconsistencies on either side, right? Swerve in our glory and Acclaim had a match. And now, and I'm just picking that as a match because it, it wasn't like built. It wasn't built, right? It didn't, didn't have like a, a build behind it the way Lashley and Miz did. The Lashley and Miz build was built around the title. But so yep. was the Swerve and Acclaim match. It was the champions versus the number one contenders. Let's have a match. Yeah. You got what I want. It doesn't have to be this huge personal issue. No. You got what I want. We're a tag team fighting to eventually be the tag team champions. These are the guys who have the tag team titles. Let's have a match, right? And a lot of there's a lot of decrying about like the ranking system with AEW and how it's arbitrary and bullshit. And like, here's the thing. If it is so what? Just enjoy just enjoy the fucking shit. Dude, there was a sign at the end of Dynamite that said, just enjoy wrestling. Just yeah. do it. At AW All Out, there was a guy wearing a t-shirt that said, just enjoy wrestling. Yeah. I said, hey, nice shirt. He said, thank you. We kept walking. That's it. That's it. That's it, you right? Know. So, I mean, and we'll, again, we're about to get into All Out, but... Actually, let's start with this match because, damn, this match was fun. This match was fun. Um, show stealer at the ass, dude. Yeah. Let me ask this, man, because I was at All Out. And before we get into this match, because we'll start with it, what would you think of the show overall? Good. Yeah. Real good. Good show. I'm not, I'm not even going to complain that it was long. Like, I'm done complaining about that shit because <laughs> I know it's going to be long. It's more so I know just like, it's going to okay. be a whole evening. A whole, a whole work know. shift. <laughs> you know, but it's tight. I um, I told Sis going into it, I was like, hey, listen. Now, last week I told you it was 14 matches. There is now a 15th match. Uh, doors open at 5. Pre-show starts at 6. This will probably be over like 11. Yeah. She said, damn. I said, yep. Right? <laughs> so here's the thing. I haven't watched it back. Right, so I don't know how it all played out television wise, but in the arena, that shit flew by. The only thing, the only match I thought that didn't get any reaction was the very first match, the mixed tag match. It was almost zero reaction from watching. Oh, watching zero that. hour. Yeah, got you. Yeah, the the arena was still filling up. Yeah, but like even the up. people that were sitting there were like, there was no, they weren't interested. It seemed like they were too into it. Right. But saving the energy, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara. We know the yeah. issue too is Sammy and Eddie, which we don't know if we'll ever, yeah. we'll ever get that. And I don't think anybody actually gave Ortiz and Ruby a, a chance to win. I mean, like, I know how you I've feel tried about to get Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to touch it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it got worse. <laughs> it got worse. It was fun. That golf cart was fun. Yeah, um, that ran over. He, I, he, he loves getting ran over, don't he? Bro, I like I like his, I like the throwback. It's like uh, Peter and the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy and the golf cart. Um, that dude, like, I feel like he's afraid to like walk the streets. Bruh. Yeah, somebody's gonna run him for over. Sure, for sure. That corridor that that happened in, I was like, right. That's where we see like right by. That's, that what, that's what I thought. Yeah, that that corridor corridor saw a lot of action, a lot of action. Um, but yeah, so again, I don't know how it played on TV. 
I haven't watched it back as far as length goes, pause, but that night flew by. <laughs> that oh, night it really flew did. by even in the watching, arena. Even watching at home, it, it wasn't it wasn't a drag or nothing. I hear you. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's go back to it, man. Match of the night, only because it was a fucking show stealer. Yeah. And it was an unexpected show stealer. The acclaimed and swerve in our glory. They could have called an audible there. That's the that's the word going around. And I thought they would. Listen. Listen. Um I didn't expect uh, I didn't listen. I didn't expect the crowd to be so hot for the acclaimed, no. dog. Neither did I. Like we talked about how they've won us both over because I was like, eh. At first I'm like, eh. I don't know what it is. Now they're fired. I don't know what it is. Um, the crowd was hot, hot, hot. How did that play on television? It was nonstop. The yeah. crowd was the yeah, crowd. Was. No, the crowd was loving it, bro. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. They couldn't do no wrong. Yeah, and this is where the fun comes in because, as a fan, like t- <laughs> telling the story of. Okay, here's what scissor me daddy ass means. <laughs> like the next day, oh shit, oh fuck. Pause. Cramp. Yep. <laughs> oh. Oh. Fuck. Oh. It's the vitamins, bro. I do. And some water. I'm so excited. And I'm not going to cut this out. I'm not going to cut this out. You see me? I look ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I see it at all. Oh, scissor me. You started, you started shaking. Yes. Just lost all control. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were falling over. Yeah, I might. I might have to stand up for the rest of this whole pod. Scissor me. Here's the thing, right? I caught a Charlie horse in my thigh, and then my stomach cramped. Oh. I'm fucked. I can't bend over. Pause. I'm fucked right now. Scissor me. Fuck. I'm fucked. Okay, where's my water? Right Get there. Get you some pickle juice, bro. Bro, god damn. So, imagine. I'm just gonna talk like this for the rest of the pod. Um, imagine having to explain "scissor me, daddy ass" to your younger sister. <laughs> so it started in 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Billy Gunn. Uh, you know, he used to be called Rockabilly. And then uh, he teamed up with this guy uh, who used to be called The Roadie, and they changed their names. His name was Badass Billy Gunn, and then Mr. Ass, right? But then, you know, Anthony Bowens happens to have a certain lifestyle. Um, so, yeah, combined together. Oh, also, <laughs> his sons turned on him, <laughs> yeah. like the other whites. And, uh, yeah, here we are. Um, yeah, dude. Like, it was so fun. That match was so, so fun. I like the onset of Swerve and Keith Lee, like, turning their backs yeah. to the rap at the beginning. You know what I mean? Um, I like how they just embraced the heel side. The the audible of just embracing the heel role. They, they weren't liked. Um, it was fun how the crowd booed the group scissor. At the end of the at the end of the match, they weren't about that. They were not about that. Um, but it's safe to say the acclaim have arrived. I'd say so. You get it? 
You get it? Because mm-hmm. that's what yep. that's what Anthony yep. Bowman says. Um, <laughs> but no, that was good, man. It was good. Um, the chance, man. Oh, scissor me, daddy. Um, he can't scissor. <laughs> uh, there was a chant, and I don't know how it played on TV. The other half of the arena was saying, I thought they were saying, whose ass? Daddy's ass. By the time we got to my side of the arena, they changed it to whose house? Daddy's house. I thought they were saying, whose ass? Daddy's ass. I'll have to go listen and watch, uh, Watch online, but tell me, tell me your thoughts, man, on the match. Oh, dude, I mean, I don't, I don't think they even realized how how over that was going to go for sure. You know, sure. but no, that was that was just nonstop. I mean, they were firing. Yeah, All they didn't stop for sure, for sure. Um, let's save because I just read something about the uh, the the swerve in our glory, Tony Khan thing. Um, let's save that. Okay. Let's save that for later. Um, there was a lot of matches here. Oh, yeah. I got an update. Big Ren went 11 of 14. Taking his total, his grand total, to 14 of 20. Taking his total to 47 of 62 matches predicted. 75.8%. You got Juve went 10 of 14. Taking his total to 14 of 20. So of the two shows, we still tied. Taking my total to 45 of 62, 72.58%. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Literally and metaphorically. Like, <laughs> I kind of wish someone could see me right now. I look fucking ridiculous right now. Uh, but it's okay. I never got a stomach cramp and a... Leg cramp at the same time. Um, there was one time at Blake's house where, like, I had some bad Chinese, and I almost threw up and shitted at the same time. So I was on the toilet Ooh. with a bucket in my hand. Um, this is this hurts a little more than that. The other part that's, that's more so embarrassing. This hurts. Yeah. This hurts a little more. Um, super fun match. Super fun match. I'm not mad that they didn't do the the switch. The plan is a plan. Um, but yeah. yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's what it is. Um, I don't even know where to start. Because we're holding off. Clearly, we're holding off on a couple things. Mm-hmm. Let's not. Let's not. Let's, let's do not. It. Dog. Dog. Let's take it. Okay. Let's take it smooth. Let's take it smooth. For one, you called it. Yes, I called did. It first. Called it I said that first. motherfucker... I said, that motherfucker's walking like somebody I recognize, you know, yes. just the same mannerisms yes. and chill. That's him. And even on the show, for some reason, t- I, we had talked about MJF two weeks ago, and still, it didn't hit me that he could be the Joker until you brought it up, right? Awesome. Let's talk about the match first, the casino ladder match. The Joker won. <laughs> As we know, the, the Joker turned to be MJF. What did you think of the match before... The angle happened. It was like five, seven minutes of just fucking carnage. Big carnage. I mean, it was short, but I mean, I'm I'm kind of glad it was short with the way they did it. It sir, it it clearly just served as a backdrop for the big. It didn't angle. need. It, there didn't need to be a long match where somebody could possibly get hurt. 
Yeah. If we if this outcome was already a planned outcome, let's just keep it short, couple big spots, and have these goons come out. Yeah. Yeah. And just fuck it all up. Because I know I know it got pretty quiet in there when that shit happened. We was what like, the fuck's going on? Yeah. What's happening here? And I was like, yeah. wait, wait, who is that? At first, I thought it was Scorpio Sky because I saw a black hand, mm-hmm. and I wasn't watching the the screen. Like I was, I could literally see their hand, and they walked up. They you know went up the ladder, grabbed the chip. Um, I was like, okay, okay, yeah. and then the Joker came out, which tells you the long term storytelling here. Stokely has been building this group for yeah. weeks. Weeks on weeks on weeks. Ethan Page. The Ass Boys. I'm not sure who that was with the colored hair. It's cool, though. Yeah. W. Morrissey. And then, of course, the ringleader, MJF. So, like, long-term storytelling. What? Yeah. Can't believe it. Right? Which puts, of course, MJF in a position... All the people associated with MJF in a great position. But Stokely Hathaway got on stage and was like, yeah, I might be done with wrestling. Yeah. And now look. (laughs) Now look. We didn't get like a breakup of him from the baddies, but I guess he's just not associated anymore. It works. I mean, they didn't really need to. I mean, I mean, he can still go back. And he's. They left the door open. Here's the thing. It, the association works, but he ain't a baddie. No, <laughs> he ain't a baddie. He ain't Layla. No, he ain't Layla. Um, and then the masked man comes out and uh, grabs a chip, and then does not unmask. Nope. And shout to Matt, uh, Matt from Wraith, uh. Ren texted me as I'm driving up to Chicago. He's like, hey, man, you should, you and Matt should get a beer. I'm like, well, we won't have time. I'm literally on my way now. And it's like X thousands of people. And I'm like, how are we going to see each other? And then literally as I'm waiting in line, walking around guardrails, <laughs> oh, shit, yo, Matt, yo. <laughs> Let's get a beer. <laughs> see, it worked. It worked. The universe was universal. <laughs> but the end of the match, you and Matt texted me like the same time. Like, what was that? And I texted both of y'all. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> I love it and I hate it. I hated it because, like, we're supposed to. Yeah. And, like, I loved it because we were supposed to hate it. It's good, good sports entertainment. Let's go with it. Yeah, you know. It. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. <laughs> Devil masks. Um, now, we can't talk about the reveal without talking about CM Punk versus John Moxley. So, yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, talk about that. Man. That foot wasn't injured. He was ready. He was ready. He just had a bad night, I guess, in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad night. Which that can happen. You know? <laughs> I heard of that. Heard of that a couple times. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? I but, think Cactus uh, Jack got buried out there called pneumonia. Not pneumonia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Amnesia. But uh, not fucking, I mean, shit. I thought it was going to be over sooner than it was 
with that fucking kick again. Right. I, so I knew that wasn't going to happen again. But That GTS right there at the beginning, I was like, all right, bet. Fuck sure. it. Yeah, true, true, true. Here's the thing, too, man, because I know people shit all over it when it happened, when, you know, Moxley beat CM Punk. Um, the hard camera sent out a tweet hours before All Out. They said, hey, regardless of what happened tonight, happens tonight at All Out, do remember that Lex Luger beat Florida Man for the world title on Monday Nitro six days before their pay-per-view match at Road Wild. And he lost that match. He lost the title back to Florida Man, Hollywood, Florida Man. Whatever happens, just Jew it. Just Jew it, man. Just Jew it. Now, there's a di- the only difference there is they didn't announce the main event of All Out until literally the go-home show. You know, on yeah. Nitro, the, the match was already announced, and then they still did the title switch anyway. So that's the only difference there. But, like, there's a 25-year precedence of doing something for the rating. They did it for the rating. And, oh, for yeah. the, and for the story. For the rating and for the story, right? Is CM Punk done? Right? That was a story. Like, no, yeah. You know, is CM Punk done? Uh, he comes back to Chicago, gets another hometown hero's welcome, hometown hero victory. Um, He was getting his ass whooped at first. Yeah, he was. Busted the fuck open. Yep. Yep. He's a little overwhelmed. Um... But yeah, three GTSs later. Get it, got it done. We have a two-time, the second two-time champ in the second city. And like his third huge uh, mainstream moment in, in Chicago, being John Cena. Um, returning in Chicago, Rampage last year. And then uh, beating John. The second John he's beaten in Chicago for a world title. And then... Fucking lights went out, dog. I am the devil himself. Nah. That was so fire. That's not even. Not even. The voicemail. Yeah, that was fire, too. The voicemail. Because in the arena, I couldn't quite make out the voicemail. I took a video um, and made that a little bit better. And then I watched the YouTube clip. You know, Tony Khan sounded like a goob. Yeah. Uh, Hey, man. Hey. Hey, buddy. Your continued absences... From AEW television, um, unsanctioned, unapproved absences, bucko. Uh, it's hurting the fans. It's hurting the business. But hey, hey, you come back to All Out. I'll put you in a casino ladder match. I'll pay you bleep dollars. All is forgiven. I'll swallow. I'll swallow the the, the most bitter pill. I bet you will. I bet you will. And then I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to sit back now. I've been standing up this whole time, listeners. Uh, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. Um, so if I yell again, just, you know, don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm currently sitting down. I got my legs stretched out. Um, this chair is wobbly, and I'm scared, okay? Um, yeah. So let's let's do a quick callback to the CM Punk MJF feud. The, the overall bottom line of that feud was that MJF is everything CM Punk used to be, but worse. Yeah. He is that last demon in CM Punk in the wrestling world. 
And then you cut back to the ROH promo. The the uh, what's what's the phrase? It's been said millions of times. The, the devil's best trick is is um, convincing the world that they exist. exist, right? And then, God damn it, man! You see the devil mask. It was. I'm getting like I'm going. I'm, I'm taking myself back to that moment. His back is turned to the camera. He takes the mask off. We see the hair. Niggas pop for hair. Yeah. Right? You see the fucking the scarf. It's game Bro. over. And the thing is, right, I'm telling sis, sis, okay, because we're pulling up. Cats are tailgating. It's MJF scarves everywhere, dog. And I'm like, okay, sis. So, okay, boom. There's this guy named MJF. MJF. He hasn't been seen on television in like three months, like the last pay-per-view. The last time we saw him, he got on television and called the owner a fucking mark. She said, what's a mark? I said, a mark? (laughs) A mark is like a derogatory term for a fan. But as the owner of of a multi-million dollar wrestling company, you should not be a mark, right? No. I said, hey, there's rumors or at least thoughts that he might come back tonight. And if he comes back tonight, niggas are going to lose their fucking minds. And I said, that scarf you see, that's the scarf he wears. So we cut back to just his hair. He said, I am the devil himself. Threw the scarf on and cats (laughs) fucking lost it. Lost it. Now, before we go to the next part, how did that part play on TV, the video stuff? Oh, dude. It was loud. Yeah? It was it was, it was clean. Like, it was... It looked good. Dude. It looked real good. And then, that first note hit. Boom. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. When you thought they lost it for the scarf... We held just enough for the music. To go even more. Bro. Bro. A moment I will not forget anytime soon. Oh, no. Like. I wish I could have been there. We saw Sting come out. Yeah. Yeah. This was different. This is way different. There was nostalgia of Sting, but the type of crowd that, like the AEW audience books for, whatever thoughts you can have about that. That note hit. We're in CM Punk's hometown. Yeah. And the pop for MJF was huge. Over the guy who just won his second world championship in his hometown. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck about CM Punk after that. The only thing anybody gave a fuck about after that is like when... Win. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. And he's going to lose that title to MJF. You know when and where? Probably a fucking full gear. Nope. Revolution. Nope. Grand Slam. Dynamite. Oh, shit. Grand Slam. Okay, I should be able to catch that one. Good. Arthur Ashe Stadium. Fuck, yeah. The New Yorker. Makes sense now. Yep. Yep. Yup, I'll be able to watch that because yeah, fucking a, bro. Lost it in there. 
lost it. You can hear me yelling in my video. Like a like a fucking mark. Like a mark. Like a fucking mark. <laughs> like I want to hold off on the post show stuff. We'll get there cuz it's still a lot of the show stuff. I want to hold off on that. But what a fucking time, dude. Yeah, it was sick. What a fucking time. And still took the time to flip off everybody who just lost their fucking minds at his return. It's the only way he could do it. Dude. He couldn't come out there and wave at everybody. Nope. Fuck the dumb shit. Fuck the dumb shit. He still don't fuck with us. Nah, he's never going to fuck with us. And his ammo. Now, again, this will drop after Dynamite. But his ammo on Dynamite. I got to make sure it's recording. What's my schedule look like? Hold up. <laughs> I'm going to check my calendar. Dog. Dog. Between all the shit he said about Tony Khan before he left, all the speculation between then and now, all the talk about whatever's happening in the locker room, I told you when I went in St. Louis, the the MJF chant between Dynamite and Rampage, huge. Being the talk of the town... In Chicago after his win, but also the drama afterward, which we'll get to, and how that potentially may have, quote unquote, stolen a little bit of spotlight. Yeah. Do. But I think it might have taken away a little bit of the spotlight the, the couple days afterwards, but I think when Wednesday comes around... We'll hey, nobody, nobody's going to remember that shit. We'll Everybody's going to be waiting on MJF. Yep. Yep. What a time, dude. What a time. What a fucking moment. What a fucking moment. Um, I like that, like, they paid it off the same night. Like, I was going to be like, oh, I got to wait till Dynamite, right? <sighs> they paid it off. It was the bookends. The beginning of yep. the pay-per-view and the end of the pay-per-view. Almost like they made us forget about it mm-hmm. and then came back around. That was fire. That was yeah. fire. The faction I mean, I, that I he think has most now. People probably did. Oh, for about sure. It. With, with for that fucking sure. tag team match. Yeah. And the entire, yeah, with the entire show. The I didn't even talk about the faction that he created with Stokely Hathaway. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Heat. Big heat. Big heat. Grand Slam's going to be crazy. Grand Slam is going to be that crazy. October? Um, I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Well, yes, it's September now. So I would imagine October. Yeah. Yeah. Because Full Gear is in November. I'm not sure which part of November. Um, uh, the 19th. 19th. Okay. So, yeah. Shit, dude. Damn. Okay. Um, Where to go next? Where do you want to go next, dog? So many things don't happen. Matter to me. Uh, you choose. It don't matter. First thing that comes to mind. Uh, House of Black versus Miro, Sting, and Darby Allen. Good call. Um, yeah. The one match we disagree, uh, disagreed on. Um, Miro, Sting, and Darby Allen take it. Uh, what did you think of the match? It was good. Yeah. Um, there was definitely some heat between uh, Miro. Don't fuck with nobody. Nope. No nope. fuck with nobody. He, he didn't want to tag Darby in. Yeah. Um. Because they have matching, they have prior you know? history. Miro beat Darby Allen for the TNT title. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, it was a banging match, but the the end is what got me the most. Hmm. 
with Malachi Black. Did they? I don't think they showed it on TV. The part that I saw. But well, you know, like Bowden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mean like uh, okay? So the the streets are saying the streets that yeah. uh, Malachi Bly asked for his release from AEW. Uh, on one hand, citing um, again these are reports citing uh, unhappiness with the booking, but also he's got some shit going on in his personal life that uh, that needs some tending to, um, to where that may constitute a short term or even a permanent break from wrestling. Um. I didn't. Let me listen. I chose House of Black. I picked out the House of Black. It's the tag team. It's the team. Well, I mean, that made sense. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I figured the team would take it. Um, but also, we talked about this too. Companies are using the internet now. Oh yeah, they're for using sure. the internet. So yeah. there's no way of telling. They're until, getting ideas from us. Yeah, yeah. Using whatever yeah. reports come out and, and helping it fuel whatever stories they got going on. So there's no way of telling until later on. You know, is Alistair, sorry, Alistair Black, is Malachi Black leaving? Did the loss have something to do with him leaving? Um, or was it just to facilitate that story? What happens with Buddy Matthews and Brody King? So, yeah, I thought it was a cool match. Cool match, too. I, yeah. I didn't choose a winner right, but... Um, I imagine, I mean, Miro didn't celebrate with them. He got up out of there. He didn't care. No, nah, he left. He was yeah, done. he didn't care. But, um, yeah, after the match, of course, this was not seen on television. Um, Malachi Black on the ramp, like, bowed to the crowd. Um, and uh, it it seemed symbolic, um, but could also play into any reports. Yeah. So... We don't know. No. We don't. Here's the thing, man. We don't I don't know, know shit. I was gonna say. I don't know if y'all remember. Um, a week before MJF told y'all that y'all know shit. Juve told y'all, and Big Ren told y'all, we don't know shit. Yeah. THC. THC. The home of consistency. Um, where next? We talked the tag titles. We talked Swerve in our glory. We talked the main. Event we talked the casino ladder match. Um, let's go with the trios title. Yeah. Right at the beginning of entrances, I texted you. I said, "Ah, oh, we picked this one wrong, Bucko." Yeah. Picked this one wrong. Um, I didn't. I see. I couldn't tell that Johnny Silver had reversed the one winged angel. For some reason, I thought Kenny hit it and Johnny, Johnny kicked out. Nope. I was like, oh, wait, no. No, no, no. He reversed it. Okay, cool. I was like, yo, sis, no one ever kicks out of that. No. So, but yes, now ever. I see he reversed it. Uh, so, he did not hit it. He reversed it. Um, first time, uh, first trio champions, man. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Talk to me about the match. It's a fucking banger, man. We fucking finally got Kenny Omega back. Yeah. It's the first time in the ring with Hangman. Since their last match, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was good stuff. It, I don't think it, it wasn't as good as uh, the acclaimed and swerve. It wasn't. As, it wasn't as hot. No. Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't know. I mean, dude. I don't know how. I mean, happen. I mean, that's just that's just what the crowd's into, you know. But yep. fuck. Listen, 
Yeah. I like and don't like that Jim Ross <laughs> mocks that on TV. <laughs> He's just old Oki. I just, I just, yeah. But, but anyway, keep going. Go ahead. Nah, man, it was, I mean, it was a banger. Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, once, once business started picking up, I was like, okay, yeah, there's no way. We yeah. definitely fucked this one up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got but the I mean, rare uh, Alex Reynolds chant. Yeah. That was fun. We had uh, Johnny Huggy killed by Hangman. Yeah. To end it. You know, that's got to yeah. go. That's got to. I mean, yeah. it was an accident, but shit. The, one of the most fun parts for me was explaining to my little sister, like, how we got here. Mm-hmm. The depths of this story. Like, they started the company. And then Hangman had anxiety issues and a drinking problem. So he didn't want to hang out no more. And so Kenny and the Bucks went on to win belts and belts and belts. And Hangman, in the meantime, he fell in with this group of goofball ragtag individuals. And then won the belt. And then the Bucks was like, all right, do your thing. We respect it. But then... It was the Bucks were almost like trying to be Hangman's friend again a little bit. Yeah. Right? But Kenny was not. No. So I like the 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 nuance of yeah, part of the team's like, okay, still. Kenny's like, nah, fuck that nigga. But when the Dark Order were stomping out Matt Jackson, Hangman was like, chill, like chill. Yeah. What you doing? Chill, yeah. let's just win the match, right? The nuance of that. And then, of course, like you mentioned, the finish. Hangman won them the titles. Oh, yeah. And that's I think that's where they're going to pick up the story with Hangman and Dark Order right there. Because he fucked up that friendship. Yeah. Another friendship. You got to pick a side. Yep. You know. Another friendship he's fucked up with his emotions and his hot-headedness. He's going to start drinking again. Listen. (laughs) Fucked up the elite. The Dark Order, CM Punk. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, another friendship messed up. So, I like this, too. I like this part, too, is that, like, I am I know not everyone's into it. I'm into the story of the drama of the elite. And there's still the Adam Cole part to tell. Yeah. Whatever rumors are happening with about Bobby Fish, whatever, there's still the Adam Cole part to tell. So, I wonder how that will play in as well, right? But also... This being like the most dramatic part of AEW, it's not taking over the main event scene. No, which is great. Right. So it still permeates and you still tell different stories. of The, the world title is its own thing. Um, the drama of the elite is its own thing. Like these dudes definitely aren't like mid-card performers, but this could be mid-level It's a match you could put on anywhere in the card. For the belts, it's going to be quality because of who the champions are. It's going to be highly viewed because of who the champions are. Um, So this works for me. This works for me. Um, Yeah, we picked this mad wrong, and storyline wise, it makes sense, right? Hangman had it all, and then now he lost it again, and uh, is blowing it again with another group of friends. So now he gets he gets to watch his guys be champions again. So this is interesting. I'm yeah, not. He's mad definitely gonna start drinking. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. The anxious millennial cowboy. How 2022 is that? 
<laughs> that is fun. Um, let's get these out of the way real quick. Um, what do you think about the Jungle Boy Christian Cage um, segment? The fuck was that? Kind of hurt my heart, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Luchasaurus, bro. What the fuck's going on, bro? You're pulling a big show. Bro, that shit hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of hurt. It was so quick, too. I was watching him stalk. I'm like, oh, fuck. He came out of the other tunnel. Fuck. And he's stalking <laughs> Jungle Boy. Like, because we talked about it last week, right? Jungle, or sorry, Luchasaurus is not a wrestler. He is a wrestling pet. So he goes where the loyalty is. Yeah. And so when Jungle Boy came back, Jungle Boy Jack Perry came back. Pardon me. Uh, that's a it's a very important part of his name, and I'm not being funny. That's a very important character development there. Um, salute to Jr. because he's been calling that forever. But um, he came back, and Luchasaurus, you know, chose his side, and apparently he didn't choose his side, man. Um, I don't know what they, but here's the thing: I don't know what they do with Luchasaurus if he's not attached to Jungle Boy. Well, the streets are saying Christian's injured. That's why that went down like that. And I feel that. I feel that. Um, reasoning aside, right? And, of course, you're going to have the Jungle Boy Luchasaurus feud. But when that's over, yeah. what do you do with Luchasaurus? Oh, that motherfucker going to get hit by a comet. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> the mask got to come off. Yeah. That's funny as hell. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Um, I didn't see that that Christian Cage was injured. I didn't. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, oh, listen, it breathes new life into the story. Oh yeah. Um, pay per views. Clearly, pay per views aren't always story enders. No, they're not always story enders. We just had three back to back classics: Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, the big dynamites are used as story blow-offs. Um, Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. Um, we had the, hell, last year at um, Grand Slam was, uh, was yeah, last year was, yeah, Kenny and uh, Danielson. I was thinking of, not not Grand Slam, uh, but Hangman and, and uh, Brian Danielson uh, was at a huge dynamite. So, I mean, yeah, the pacing of it all. So, I'm not mad at it's continuing. Um, it, it added another layer to it. It hurt. Yeah, it hurt, man. Big. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect that. We didn't mention Luchasaurus at all last week. Nope. I, don't, I mean, it wasn't even a thought. Not even a thought, because he hadn't been on TV. No. So they, the last time he was on TV, he fucked up Christian. Yeah. So they they played it how they played it. I don't know if he'll talk, he'll explain himself, or if he'll just growl, just grunting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean. We had a new life. Now we get Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry as a as a continuation of their story, um, which is a different kind of personal than Jungle Boy and, and Christian. With Christian, you can see that shit coming because that's Christian Cage. Yeah, and it came together in a certain way, you know, with, with the uh, Casino Battle Royal a year ago, right? So we thought that turn was coming anyway. But damn, Luchasaurus, though. Damn, dog. Damn. It's tough out there. It's hard out here, dog. It's hard out here. That kind of hurt, man. Um, reports that uh this match was cut down due to time constraints. Uh, 
Pretty Ricky Hobbs. Sorry. Pretty Ricky Starks. Damn, Jove. Uh, damn, ah. Juve. Ah. Uh, pretty Ricky Starks. Um, goes down to Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, a shortened match. Man, I tried to get a Pretty Ricky chant going. It didn't catch. They started chanting Ricky. I, I, and Ricky! I, bruh. Ricky! Did you yell it? I did. I did. Um... But I tried to get a pretty Ricky chant going on. They started chanting Ricky, and I sat down. I was like, "No, that's not. That's not what I was saying." Um, y'all didn't hear me. Y'all like, yeah, no, you didn't hear me correctly. <laughs> Let me sit down with this expensive pretzel arena food, dude. I spent a lot of fucking money. A lot of fucking oh man, money, dude. yeah, that shit sucks. I had a bit of a hangover going into that wedding. I handled it okay, but yeah, I had like five fucking. Um, uh, IPAs, demon, whatever, demon dust, whatever's man. Oh, that's that's fifty bucks right there, Bruh. Bruh. No, that's like six. That's like sixty-five I think, bucks. I, I think they were twelve bucks each. Yeah, I was gonna say twelve bucks. Um, and I only got them because they have more alcohol content than the Blue Moon, but they they cost the same. So. Oh yeah. Let's no, get drunk. Uh, I was blowing that venue bathroom up. Um, but yeah, pretty big stocks. Um. Gets beat, what, five, six minutes? Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Um, how did it play on TV? I don't really remember much of the match except a spine buster, to be honest. Yeah, that's all that's all it really was. I yeah. mean, there was he got a he got a little bit of offense in at the beginning, but there yeah. wasn't much left after that. I feel you. I could see this continuing. It should yeah. continue. I mean, they're close friends. So even if it doesn't continue immediately, they got history, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's Peter and the chicken. Um, or it could be, <laughs> but it, it went how we thought it would go, right? Ricky yeah. Stocks comes in with a House of Fire. He's here to fight, but Powerhouse Hobbs is a, is a big dude. Yeah. So you're gonna have to come back and live and live to fight another day. You got two stars made there. Powerhouse Hobbs. That's been a project they've been working on um, since the start, since the very beginning. He got yeah. he went back into the gym and and leaned up. Um, got a beard now. You know what I'm saying? Got a shape up. You know what I'm saying? Looking more like a star. Um, and as you see, Pretty Ricky is over. Pretty Ricky is over. Oh, yeah. Big um, over. The, the Ricky chant. We keep People keep making like his the comparisons to The Rock. But Rocky, Rocky, Ricky, Ricky. I mean, Ricky, I mean the chant is right there. The chant yeah. is there. So it'll be interesting to see to to see his evolution as well. Uh, pretty Ricky, pretty Ricky with the cow. Um, how was the Jade Cargill Athena match? Like all of Jade's matches. Ooh, ooh, heavy. Same, like the same. It's the same exact formula each time. Like they need to, they need to add something to it. I mean, like I know they say they keep on saying she's getting better and shit, which I can tell, mm-hmm. but. Just do, like add a different add add a different move or two. Here's you what know? here's where this match suffered. Now here's the thing, I didn't see the match. I figured you didn't. That's um, bathroom break. Um. Well, here's the thing too. I took a break. What was the match before it? FTR. Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. It no, I think the FTR match was after. Okay. Oh, the trios match. For the titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was women. So I, I hit the restroom right after that match. I didn't know what was coming next, but I broke the seal. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. 
it came after the trios match for one, so that emotional dump. Um, I know this this build was stunted because I know Chris Statlander was supposed to be more involved. Um, but here's the thing too, dog. Athena is not cool or interesting. No. I've been saying that for years. She's got some. She got to have somebody come out and take her wings off, bro. That's just too much, bro. Bro, not interesting at all. Dope ass finishing move, but like she lets her friends say nigga. Like if she walked in and was with you right now, she'd be like, "I just said, right here, here's your pass." Here. I wouldn't even take that pass. Nah, I'm sure you'd burn it. Nah, I'm I sure wouldn't want that it. one. That promo they did, I mean, I've seen a lot of acclaim about it, uh, the, the the promo on Rampage. It was cool. It was cool. I just don't think anybody gives a shit about her. <laughs> we got to get, we have to put Jade Cargill in a space where, like, she's actually in danger of losing. Yep. Um, this next feud is going to be key. Um, I mean, listen, Jade is charismatic. She's got the baddies. Jade herself as a project, fine. She's coming along. But we gotta get her in a feud that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Matters a little bit more. Um But the, it's an entire reset of the women's division as Tony Storm, the person who we thought was actually gonna beat <laughs> Jade Cargo. Uh yeah. Tony Storm wins the four way match for the AEW women's championship. Um, how'd you like that match? It was a good one. It was it was fast. It was quick. Didn't take up too much time. Mm-hmm. Like because that that's just the tough thing with fourteen matches. Yeah, they all can't be twenty thirty minutes. Right. You know. Right. We still be nor, there. Nor and nor do they all need to be. No. Some yeah no a lot of matches don't a lot of matches don't really need that. Um, I didn't expect Chicago to be so behind Jamie Hayter. Can you can you blame him? <laughs> how many how many H's is that? Um I had a dude behind 69. me. Yeah, what? <laughs> I had a guy behind me. <laughs> we were talking a little bit. He was like, you know, I don't know if they planned this out, but you see the two thick women went to fight and the two skinny women went to fight. Yep. I said a battle for thick primacy. <laughs> um but no, yeah, match was cool, man. Um, Hikaru Shida was walked out. And I show was like, why are they taking the kendo stick with her? Yeah, what you going to do with that? Come out with two the of crutch. them. Crutch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come out with two. Two is better than one. Uh, Looked like we're sowing the seeds of a uh, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker breakup. Um, Fine with that. For, for custody of Rebel. Um, Jamie Hayter don't want Rebel. No. Um, I was about to say something wild. I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off the air. Um, hey, Rebel. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, the match itself was match itself was cool. It was what it was. It wasn't placing the best way. Here's it. They, there is a bit of a disservice to the women's division. Yeah. Um, partially because, again, a lot of women's sports just don't draw. Right. Women's tennis is the hottest drawing women's sport. Um, but also the placement of the matches didn't really help. No. The placement didn't help. Um, outside of the whole, like, Thunder Rosa injury, I mean, you still had the hottest woman in the, um, in the company, you know, Dr. Britt Baker in the match. 
that interest is always going to be the interest. Britt Baker is made. She's set, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, just, you know, yeah, just, just the, the injury hurt it. The placement hurt it. But, again, they're still fleshing out the women's division. They're still fleshing out. So it's going to take the time it's going to take. Um, Britt and Jade, they're set. Tony's on the way. Uh, Ruby Soho. Um, people care about Jamie Hayter. Um, Hikaru Shida is respected. Uh, we haven't seen haven't seen Nyla Rose in a while. Chris Statlander stays injured. Um, and I'm just railing these names off. So they have names. It's just, you know, story and injury. Story yeah. and injury and injury and not the same pageantry, um, you know, as, as their counterparts. So um Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho. What's going on with him, man? What you mean? You were taking these L's like this for? That seems to be the consensus. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a low blow, so I mean, I'll give it to him on that. But like, yeah, fuck, need, bro, need my nuts. Yeah. yeah. My first takeaway is that I'll be a while. I'll be a while. Uh, stuff going on. Uh, my first takeaway was that I've been to three AEW shows, and two of the three, Chris Jericho cut off Judas. He don't fuck with you. He don't. He don't. At all. <laughs> at all, at all, at all. Uh, it's all good. Part of me thinks I shouldn't be singing Judas out loud anyway. Chris Jericho got some. Nah. He'd be having some takes. Yeah. He'd be having some <laughs> takes. Um, what'd you think of the match? It was a banger. Yeah. I mean, those two, those two dudes can put on a match anytime, anywhere. Yeah. It's to be fire. You know? So. Chris Jericho might be a bit slow and clunky sometimes, you know, but... Right. You got you got somebody like Brian Danielson in there. It's gonna fucking work. Making it go, making it go. Yeah, yeah. No, that match was fun, violent, which we expected. I want to watch that one back on television to see how that portrayed, how that how that played. Um, I instantly noticed that Daniel Garcia did not come out uh, to celebrate, and then they you know they played off of that. He might beat Wheeler Yuta for that title. It's a good possibility. Well, I wouldn't be mad at that. That's the way it's looking. I mean, like Wheeler Yuta's Wheeler Yuta's best fucking star in the making too. He's on the way up. He's on the way up. Yeah. And they had their match, I believe it um was it Death Before Dishonor? The last ROH yeah. show. Yep. Uh which I believe Wheeler well yeah, Wheeler Uta won. So I mean Yeah, I can see the uh I can see the the change, the switch. He did it without doing it without the Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. Um That always helps, but I mean he still kicked the dude in the dick. Yeah. No no no, no. I mean uh Daniel Garcia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Winning yeah, without yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he did kick him in the nuts. <laughs> he did kick him in the nuts. Uh, I was surprised though. I was surprised to see that happen. But if it yeah furthers the story, so because I mean it can go either way, right? If Danielson won, then Jericho could say, "Where were you, Daniel Garcia?" But now that he did win and Garcia didn't celebrate, you still got that 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 push too. But um, yeah, man, yeah, back to back major L's. Uh, nah, nah, I shouldn't say that because he did beat Garcia in the two out of three match, two out of three falls. Yeah, he did. He did beat him in the two out of three falls match. Um, I know he lost at the Jericho Appreciation Society. Well, no, he walked out because Eddie Kingston almost set him on fire. I forgot about that. Yes, he almost set him on fire. Um, nice match there. I wanna, I wanna talk about this. Uh, I know we haven't talked about the zero hour too much. Um, Pac and Kip Sabian. 
I don't remember too much of this one, honestly. Yeah. This match for me, you know, we had we talked last week about the All Atlantic Championship and how it's been portrayed on TV. This match for me may have been like the quintessential difference between smart fans, hardcore fans versus non-fans and casual fans, right? I'm explaining the story to my sister, right, who isn't a fan, but she grew up with it because she grew up with me, right? I was telling her, hey, man, you know, all he, he uh, Pac has been defending this championship all over Europe. Kip Sabian has been following him all over Europe. This is Kip Sabian's first match in a year. And they've been telling the entire story on YouTube. And she goes, huh, that's kind of cool. She said it was cool. Yeah. And I was like. Now, I've already explained, like, what I thought about it. I don't think, I don't hate it like others do. But my sister, who's a non-fan, thinks it's cool. Now, there are 7 billion people in the world. I imagine if I were to tell this story to others, that part would be cool to other non-fans, too. Not all of them. But I think it's an example of us getting caught and trapped up in our bubble. Mm Mm-hmm of fanship and how we think a story is supposed to be told when I said, Hey, it's being told only on YouTube. She was like, that's different. That's cool. Well, it's like, I mean, like we don't have enough time to show it on national TV, but we can still, that doesn't mean that we don't have to have these stories still happening and on YouTube. And I don't think it's a, a time thing. It, it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice, right? They got three hours a week. Um, That's true. So it's, it's it's a choice. And so, again, you know what I'm talking about last week. I see the vision of it, right? YouTube <clears throat> YouTube is a viable. It's super viable. People make money off YouTube. People are labeled YouTube sensations. Like, what is a Logan Paul? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, who is that one girl? Jenna Marbles. You remember Jenna Marbles? I don't think so. Cute white girl who was, like, kind of funny. And then she got off the net. I think she said something dumb, as cute white girls tend to do. And it was like, eh, right? Um, but, like, yeah, YouTube is viable. And so for that to be, like, a selling point for her, a non-fan, I mean, that shit makes sense. Like, yeah, it's viable. You know what I'm saying? Um, you said you didn't remember too much of the match. I thought it was a fun match. No. I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, anytime Pac has a match, it's going to be a banger. And Kip Sabian ain't no slouch. Yeah. No slouch at all. Um, I saw a lot of kids dressed like Orange Cassidy. A lot of kids dressed he's, like Orange he's Cassidy. He's always going to be right in the middle, but that's okay. That's not a bad lane. No. Because try explaining Orange Cassidy to a to a non-fan. Just did too cool for school. It's tough. It's tough. I didn't even explain the whole like kick to the shins part because there's no way she would have understood that. No, but like, like, I was like, yeah, he, he's a guy who's the coolest guy in the room. He doesn't care. But when he finally does care, he'd be snapping off. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when he gets pissed. Exactly. His current iteration, he'll never be a world champion. But you could put him in a world championship match, and he's going to snap. Right? Yeah. Him and Pac have history. He, I mean, Orange Cassidy said himself, I'm like the only guy who has five breakout matches. For me, that first one was Pac. And Orange Cassidy two years ago. Yep. So for them to revisit it, I'm not mad. Might as well. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. 
Um, I don't know if he takes it. I don't know. You don't? I don't know. Listen, think of think of Orange Cassidy traveling the globe. I can flex with that, though. And here's the thing, too. If anybody is meant for YouTube that might draw in a casual fan. Orange Cassidy. I saw yeah. a lot of kids dressed like Orange Cassidy. What do kids do all day? Watch fucking YouTube. Bro. <laughs> Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they'd be kind of stupid not to do that. And they got the history already. So, I mean, Orange Cassidy, who has fought Chris Jericho and won. He was in a world title match and has fought Pac before and almost won. Um, use that as a way to transition Orange Cassidy into that scene. Travel the globe on YouTube and let Pac be on Dynamite more. With his uh, yeah. Death Triangle buddies. Because, shit, the Elite versus Death Triangle? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it's viable. I wanted to make sure we talked about that. Um, Eddie Kingston and, and Ishii, that was fun. Slapper. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, Eddie Kingston is funny. Oh, yeah, Eddie rules. His, his, his selling is funny. He'll give you everything, and then he takes that one forearm or punch, and he, yeah, he's a fighter. Um, I didn't know it was a rematch from a match I had in Japan earlier this year. Um, but, I mean, either way, no, fun match. And I told Sizzle, like, listen, this is going to be violent. Yeah. I said, maybe violent is too strong, but this is going to be physical. <laughs> there we go. Um, those mics, those mics were hot. The mics were hot. Them corners. I know were, that sound guy was working. Them corners were mic'd up real nice. Because Eddie Kingston can throw a chop. Yeah. He can throw a chop. Makes that motherfucker land. Um, that was fun. Um, I like Hook. You like Hook? Yeah. Um, Hook's good. That match lasted longer than I thought, but it was just a backdrop to get Action Bronson a little, a little screen time. Yeah, that was uh, tight. Zero Hour was on YouTube, correct? It was on the. It was on the main on feed. The, yeah. Okay. Was were any of the matches on YouTube only, or were all four matches on? They might have no. put them on there. They might have put them on YouTube as okay. well. Okay. Okay. Because matter of fact, you texted me during the Guevara, yeah. uh, Ortiz match, and that was the first match. So, dig. Um, I think we ran through it all, man. We didn't really touch Warlow FTR match. Um, it was a quick one. It was a quick one. Served as a backdrop to. Shout out uh, Dax's daughter, fight like an eight-year-old girl. She uh, she is one and zero in AEW competition. Um, shout out to them. I mean that match. Yeah, when it was announced, I don't think it was a, the hottest thing. Um, no, it was a way to maybe build to a potential FTR MCMG match, maybe. But I think even bigger than that, we talked about Wardlow. His last few uh, weeks, uh, months. You know, his feud ending match with MJF was interesting, but for all the wrong reasons. His yeah. build to the TNT Championship was a little rough because Scorpio Sky was injured. Um, he beat 20 guys at once. That was some sports entertainment. Um, so maybe this is uh, the beginning of getting back on track, man. A, a nice mini feud with Jay Lethal can, uh, can, can help that out. So let's get to the shenanigans. It was some shit, wasn't it? It was some shit. So, 
two things, two things that I know have happened. Uh, one minor, one I actually just read about today because I didn't I didn't see the scrum, but a report of a scrum, media scrum. Um, Tony Khan, as he was doing his scrum with uh, Swerve in Our Glory. Uh, now this is after the CM Punk comments, which we'll get to. So Tony Khan didn't know about what was going on in other places, um, allegedly. Um, someone asked why they didn't call an audible and give it to the acclaimed. And Tony Khan was like, well, I mean, the acclaimed is the winningest tag team in AEW history. It's short history. And then he said something about, I mean, you know, maybe there, maybe there's going to be a rematch. Maybe there has to be a rematch, right? And Swerve was like, why? Why? We just beat them. Like, why would it be a rematch? We beat them, right? And he says at the end, well, listen, man, you pay the bill, so do what you got to do. But whatever, we done? And then it got Ooh. up out of there, right? And then, well, not in then, the main the main news. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen or heard about uh, CM Punk's tirade. Fucking tirade. Yeah. Um, after his uh, main event victory, um, he called Hangman Adam Page an empty-headed idiot. He shit all over Colt Cabana. He said, I ain't been friends with homie since... 2013, maybe years. 2014. Um, when I sued him, I found out he shares an account with his mother. That's 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 wild. That's yeah, it's wild to say. It's wild to just share. That's kind of shitty. Um, he said uh, the whole rumor about him and Cole Cabana was basically spread by the EVPs, spreading lies. He said. I'm a grown man who works with children. And let's just think, man, as a guy who manages a bunch of 20-somethings, I relate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and during, you know, during that, Tony Khan was about to say something. CM Punk was like, hey, no, it's not his job to make it perfectly clear. It's not his job to do that. Um, which I found to be interesting, you know, big dick in your boss like that. Um, and then, no camera footage. But apparently there was a bit of a, a bit of a melee. A fight. A fight. Let them fight. A fight. Let them fight. CM Punk apparently got into a bit of a scrap with the Young Bucks. Um, a steel allegedly got involved. Allegedly threw a chair. Through a chair. Through a chair. Through, bruh. Nigga moment. Turn the club up. <laughs> <laughs> Like Riley Freeman, he threw a chair. I'm mad. Uh, that apparently clocked Nick Jackson. He left Chicago with a black eye. Uh, Kenny Omega didn't get involved necessarily in CM Punk aspect, but him and A Steel allegedly tussled a little bit. That was cussing. Uh, Fuck yeah. And Chris Jericho held it all, held it together like a pro. Okay. Let's start with CM Punk first. We'll get to the Tony Khan stuff. There's been a lot of talk lately about CM Punk. Who he used to be, who he still might be. We've talked a lot too about companies using the internet. Right? 
I don't know if I want to break this down into is it a work or is it a shoot? Here's how I think I want to break it down. Let's talk about it as if it's both. If it it's all a shoot, let's talk about that directly. If it's all a shoot, tell me your thoughts on CM Punk and the fight. If it's a shoot. I mean, if the shit he was saying is true, that they're just starting these fucking rumors and shit, that, fuck yeah, address that shit. Mm. You know, you got the fucking mic. You just won the fucking world championship. Fuck yeah, what a better place than now to do it. Mm-hmm. Get it all out there, because it's one of the hottest, one of the, I mean, it's good fucking, it was a great pay-per-view, so you know people are going to be watching that shit. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe he's turning heel. Do you? Well, I don't want to go there yet because that that turns into the work side of it. Yeah. If it was all a shoot, as a man, I like to. Be, I believe in keeping in-house business in-house. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yes, you know whatever report of him going off script and going to Hangman Page on Dynamite, um, him talking about Hangman Page going into business for himself back whenever, whenever. Um, as a man, I believe in keeping in-house business in-house. He didn't have to bring up Coca Bana's mom. Um, I know he's probably. I don't know what the question was that led to it. I don't know what the question was. Um, if it was a shoot, right? I'm caught between two schools of thought. Again, keep in-house business in-house for one. For two. It's wrestling, and so, like, wrestling is wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, wrestling press conferences just never go that way, yeah. <laughs> right? But on the other hand, sports press conferences do. I don't know about the whole mama stuff and how deep into relationships that shit goes, but like sports press conferences do. And so it's that fine line. It's a yeah, fine they're, they're line. right on it. If we're talking about a shoot and we're talking about sports press conferences, then CM Punk is just being a dude, being a man answering the question. Yeah. But it's a wrestling company, which is throwing people, including myself, for a loop. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows what to think right now, honestly. Right? If we look, fine. If we're looking directly into the wrestling aspect, then yeah, I could see how someone would call CM Punk an asshole. Sports-wise, I could still see how someone calls him an asshole. <laughs> but he presented himself just as a man talking to the media. That's tough. Real tough. That's very tough. I feel like we'll definitely, I mean, fuck, I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen on Dynamite. Well, I think that turns into the work side of it. Yeah. Because if it's a work, it's a pretty damn elaborate work. Like, damn elaborate. Well, and all the shit saying that Tony Khan can't control CM Punk, the Young Bucks, or can you? uh, We'll get there. Nope. Nope. We there's more. There, don't don't go too fast. We'll get we'll get to see we'll get to Tony. Um 
That's a pretty elaborate work to create business. I mean, clearly there's history with CM Punk and Adam Page. And the Bucks and Kenny, the Bucks especially, right? They got a soft spot for Hangman. But also, he was talking shit about all the EVPs. (laughs) So maybe work-wise, the world champion CM Punk, who has always been anti-authority, is a catalyst for the elite to all get on the same page. But the owner of the company is caught in the middle. But that would also make Tony kind of an on-screen character. And I don't think he really wants to be that. No. Right. Ugh. Um. What do you think? Do you think, now that we're here, we might as well ask, work, shoot, a work that will, a shoot that will turn into a work? I think it's a shoot that will turn into a work if everybody's on board with it. Yeah. What, CM Punk takes, mean, on the, uh, takes on the elite? Yeah. Yeah. But, like... Like I said, man, I think, I mean, some of these rumors that are turning into some real shit or mm-hmm. just just shit people that are talking about on the internet. Yeah. They're, they're, they're adding that to the fire. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fucking, that's, that's free shit for them to use. Right. That nobody else had to come up with. And we keep talking about it. Listen, it's 2022. We can't, here's the thing, man. 40 years ago, 30 years ago, right? Around the time Bulldog and Brett was shitting in the ring at Wembley Stadium. Like, people didn't get along. No. Right? I'm transitioning a little bit into the Tony Khan part of this, but like, Tony Khan said, it's not a bad thing if not everyone gets along. And I agree. It's professional wrestling. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the top guy. There's going to be some professional Austin and Rock didn't, they respect each other by nature. Yeah. Right? Rock and Triple H didn't always get along. Triple H and Jericho didn't always get along. Austin, Sean and Brett clearly didn't always get along. Yeah. Right? So, yes, there's nothing wrong with people having an issue. The difference is we can't go back in time. If the internet were around 25 or 30 years ago, it was, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, we'll take Shawn Michaels as an example, right? There's a semi-famous picture of him in 1997 wearing an Outsiders t-shirt. It's a WCW property. It's his best friend. It's a WCW (laughs) property, right? Think if the internet were the internet in 1997, 97, Shawn... I could imagine some headlines would be written. Yeah, big time. And flipping off of that, I think part of it is what the internet is and what it'll grow to be. But also the wrestling business itself. Kayfabe was kayfabe. And now the lid's taken off a little bit. And we only got certain glimpses of dumb shit that was happening in 1997. Like, the world was on fire during the screw job. You know what I mean? But motherfuckers was fighting 40 years ago. Yeah, they were. <laughs> like, nobody got stabbed in a, in a shower last weekend. No. But... No, that, that did happen. You know what I'm saying? That happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, expanding Tony Khan. Go ahead. No, no. I, I mean, I think it's a shoot work. I don't know about the fight. I didn't see the fight. There's no video footage. Yeah. There's no video footage when they're always filming 24-7 backstage. I mean, it ain't like you say, hey, Brandon Cutler, grab the grab the camera. I mean, but what, they run out of tape? Sometimes shit happens in the locker room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what I think. I think it's interesting. I think it's entertaining. Oh, yeah. At the 100%. very least. At the yeah. very least. Um. The people who feel how they feel about CM Punk, whatever side of the fence they're on, they're going to keep continuing to feel that way. On one side of the fence, he's an outspoken asshole who goes into business for himself and he throws tantrums. On the other end, he's the catalyst for change. He's the voice of the voiceless. And he tells it like it is. Uh, Me, I'm not impressed by none of you niggas. I'm entertained by it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm entertained. Right? Um... Okay, Tony Khan. Tony Khan is a goober. Sure. Yeah. People are talking about Tony Khan in a way that they've always talked about Tony Khan. This combined with the whole swerve in our glory thing. He might have fucked up giving some of those dudes a free reign at the beginning of this shit. Free reign, what do you mean? Like, creative. Like, I mean, it's obviously all ran past him, but Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he gave them free reign as much as he gave them a voice to be creative. You know what I'm saying? In a different way than we've ever heard Vince, you know, especially in the last 10 years or so. Um, He decides who wins. Yeah. Right? The same way Vince did. He decides who wins. Um, they're calling Tony a mark. <sighs> Here's why I'm not so quick to say that. Tony Khan is new to the wrestling business, mm-hmm. and he manages guys who've been in the wrestling business for 30 plus years. Chris Jericho, as an example. But Tony Khan is not new to managing athletes and athletes' egos. His family owns the Jaguars. His family owns whichever Premier League team that is, soccer. He's around this shit all the time. Yeah. But I think the blend of pro wrestling and the the, the gray, the shades of gray along with the he's a mark he's a money mark <laughs> along with his natural gooberness makes it easy for him to be a target yeah that makes sense right yeah. I'm, I'm shooting bail I haven't come to a definitive conclusion because we see what we see but nuance is lost and critical thinking is fucking lost it's easy for people to just see something and say something. Yeah. People are reactors and not responders. He's around egos all the time. Mm-hmm. Swerve. 
Makes a good headline, at least. Oh, yeah. Swerve could have been responding in character. It is still wrestling. Mm-hmm. At the end of the, the media scrum, Roman Reigns at a Clash of the Castle. Did you see that? I did not see that. He told he told a reporter to acknowledge him. The reporter said, <laughs> I acknowledge you. Roman Reigns said, you goddamn right. And then he left. <laughs> right? <sighs> so... The only difference is the AEW aspect seems a little more raw and gritty, a little more stylized in the WWE process. Roman Reigns didn't big dick Triple H, sure. No. Right? But I've gotten in disagreements with my team. It's part of being the boss. Yeah, it happens. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I don't know because, hey, I don't know if you guys forgot. We don't know shit. Yep. We don't know shit. But it's interesting. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. That's what keeps us watching. And all the word about AEW and all their troubles and whatnot and the locker room's going crazy. Whatever they're saying about Tony Khan and who he is as a leader or lack of a leader at least they're talking. Yeah, I was going to say, it's still publicity. All news is good news. Yeah. At least they're talking. Because of the two shows that happened, NXT notwithstanding, which one does does wrestling seem to be talking about more? AEW, for sure. Right? Yeah. It might seem Bush League how they got there. It might seem gritty, ugly how they got there. They're getting the clicks. But they're talking. Yeah. And in the world where clicks matter more than anything, they're going to get a big viewership come Dynamite, which has already passed when it drops. Now, the part that I'm a little bit disappointed about, and only a little bit, is that, and I'm only a little disappointed because I don't think this will last to an extent, it overshadowed MJF's return. Oh yeah, to a slight. Well, like extent. I said earlier, like I said earlier, I think whenever Wednesday rolls around, everybody's gonna be—that's what everybody's gonna be excited about—is MJF for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, cause hell, hell, even the MJF return was built on the idea that Tony Khan is a fucking mark. That's it right there. Again, it's wrestling. And whatever we think about his leadership or lack of leadership or his money, you cannot deny that Tony Khan is a long-time fan. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So maybe his natural gooberness. Here's the thing. People know who he is. People know he's the owner, right? He's not an on-screen character. But maybe he kind of is. Yeah. Without ever being on screen. Just him getting talked about out there. Here's the thing, too. Every media scrum, after every pay-per-view, Tony Khan is there. Yeah. You didn't see Vince McMahon in the post-media scrums. Never. Vince McMahon was the greatest heel in professional wrestling. And he never did the media stuff. 
Tony Khan no. may be the internet's biggest tweener right now while <laughs> never being on screen. Maybe that's what he wants. Everything is wrestling. Yeah. And we don't know shit. Nope. But I'm going to watch Dynamite. <laughs> I'm going to record it. Well, we have watched Dynamite by this time. Well, you'll be your your balls deep in, in a lack of shower. Yep, that's uh, when right. This drops, and I'll be and fresh wherever. socks. Yes, for sure, the freshest of socks because socks are more important than draws. <laughs> um, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Again, we don't know. We're not picking a side unless uh, unless you have a side, right? No. I'm here for the entirety of the conversation. Yeah. And motherfuckers don't have good conversations. No. THC, the home of conversation. Big Ren. Let him know you can reach on the social medias, my guy. <laughs> you got it, dog. All you sick fucks can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A motherfucker. A underscore M A A F F H U C K A. Check it the fuck out. Check me the fuck out on Twitter. Any Instagrams at Juvi. Desai. You know that's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter, on the Instagrams at the hard camera live coverage, witticisms, whatnot, heretofore, the cetera, things of that nature. Charlie No Man, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Heartwarming Content, Heart Building Content, Content that is the home of conversation. Are you going to say something else? Nope, nope. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Um, what's next? Not sure yet. Because um, they announced Extreme Rules. Let's see, real quick. It's going to be in Philadelphia. That'll be interesting. That'll mm-hmm. be really interesting. Uh, Extreme Rules, October 8th. So, maybe we, uh, that's a few weeks from now. Maybe we do drop a best of. Or maybe we just keep, like, announcing a best of, and it's just, like, a long-term rib until it drops <laughs> in 2025. Um, you never know. The spacing of paper was really interesting this past summer. Yeah, it is. But uh, it's all good, man. It's the fall season. It's the fall mm-hmm. season where, on one hand, a lot of wrestling storylines aren't always the greatest. However, Sweeps Week. Sweeps Week is a real thing. TV is still TV. There's just more ways to, to uh, maximize it. So, y'all know where to be at, man. Normal conversation. You got Juve. You got Big Ren. We are Edge and Ray Mysterio. And uh, until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.